Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the SAP. This episode, it's your boy Dave Neal with Tasha Courtney and Raquel Pomplin. You might remember her. She was on the podcast a few months ago. Playmate of the year, stand-up comedian, and good friend of the podcast. We interviewed Raquel. Uh, last time she was on, we uh, talked about kind of how she got introduced to being Playmate of the Year for Playboy. You might have heard of it. This time we dove a little deeper into the inner workings of Playboy. We talked to her about the uh, the system, how things go down, and also about her marriage. We talked about emotional uh, foreplay. I hope this episode is some emotional foreplay for you. Uh, twiddle those titties and dabble those nuts. That's huge. Unless you're in the subway, listening on the r- subway. Don't do that. Unless you have consent from the whole subway car. It could happen. Anyway, you're going to love this episode. And um, after the episode, I'm going to play a clip from the private Patreon. Uh, I'll play a five-minute clip from that so you can see what you've been missing or listen to what you've been missing. So, you, so I'll give you a little teaser. And if you don't get enough of us, you can go subscribe to the Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash the sap. That's patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. Uh, you're going to like what we're doing. Every week we got brand new, fresh content. Every month we've got the Mimosa stand-up show. If you can't catch it live, you get 90-plus minutes of hilarious stand-up comedy that you get to hear. I recorded it with the pro gear, so you get to hear the pro um, audio of that. And then Jonesy and myself, you might know him from Weird AF News, our longtime guest, Jonesy, who comes on the podcast, him and myself, and sometimes Tasha sit down to to read weird news with our social commentary. This is evergreen content, which means it's okay if you didn't catch it on the day we aired it. It's evergreen. It's uh, stuff you can enjoy with the whole family. Don't do that. <laughs> and anyway, so after, so after you hear this chat with Raquel and uh, Tasha and myself, I'll play a five-minute clip of Jonesy and myself riffing a couple New Englanders talking about clam chowder and stuffies and Tom Brady. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Last call to action. If you haven't done it already, please subscribe to the podcast. I know you might listen to it, but if you're not a subscriber, then you might forget about us or you might change apps or get a new iPhone. So subscribe. What'd you say? Share with a friend. friend. If you don't have the funds, Tasha's over there shouting at me, share it with a friend. If you don't have the funds to uh, join the Patreon and, and be a premium member, I totally understand. But, you know, you do get free content from us. So in return, share with some of your friends. And again, if you haven't already, give us a review on iTunes. We have a 4.8 stars because... This dude four years ago gave us a one-star review, so help us out. We've got a stalker who um, hates me and uh, might be uh, starting a negative smear campaign about me, so we'll talk more about that later. But because of that, we need all of you. If you do like us and if you do love us, show us your affirmations by writing a podcast review on your podcast app on your iPhone. And if you don't use iPhone, find a friend who does and say, hey, Siri, subscribe to this app. And... um, oh. <laughs> Whoops, I accidentally just said, hey, Siri, subscribe to the SAP. Will I do it? Anyway, fuck that. All right, guys, enjoy our chat with Raquel. Tasha brought up kids this week Ooh. for the first time. I brought it up. You brought it up sitting time? right there. I you're wrote it so down. Wait, wait. Does this? It, it, you're saying it this way because 
Tasha, usually, do you not want to have kids? Well, I'm, I'm, I don't really lean one way or the other. Like, I could or I couldn't, and I think I'm like, I would be fine. But I do think that, like, there's something to be said for, like, having the option. Like, I like that I have the option, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I can decide when I want to mm-hmm. decide. But it's starting to feel like... I'm getting older, mm-hmm. and my career is sort of. Put your fucking headphones I'm on. I'm trying, but it's all twisted around. <laughs> so I'm just, your I'm life is twisted. It. These were not twisted. You literally no, complicate everything. Her it. life is twisted. Our lives as women are twisted. Ladies okay. and gentlemen, we're interviewing today the twisted Raquel Pomplin, <laughs> longtime friend of the podcast. <laughs> we're getting old. We're becoming old friends now. This is good. Yes, we are. I love it. I, I hate, love it. I, uh, I like meeting new people. It's fun. Blah, blah, blah. But when you when you can like have a returning guest over, it's it's the next level. It is yeah. the next level. Chapter two of our conversation. We should begin. give everybody like stars. Like every episode you get, it's like a little like when I was in church choir when uh-huh. I was little. You after your first year, you got a pin, and it was like you know like a little ten karakul uh-huh. pin shirt like jacket pin or whatever. And then each year you were in choir after that, they put a tiny ruby in your pin. <gasps> yeah. No way. Yeah. Nice. We so should like, pass the hat so people could donate. Year, uh, um, what do you call it? Like a choir veteran. Then yeah. you would have a pin with nine little rubies on it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, the but, the space, but the space was there for the rubies. Yeah. It was just, you know, like a tiny. They were tiny, tiny. Tiny, little, tiny. Yeah, maybe. yeah. But, um, but it's good visual, visually, like when you're in the military, you want to see your progress. You know, like you want the captain sign on the baseball team. Like you want to yeah. feel yeah. like you're validated. Yeah, like the bars on your letterman jacket. Or I can just pull all your bullshit and that's my way of saying that I have known you for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which <laughs> I feel all these receipts. Which <laughs> I feel like I know both of you for a long time because I listen to you guys, but you don't know shit about me. <laughs> I know. I know. You, you know. I mean, people that listen to us know a lot. Like I... I <laughs> Say a lot of shit. Like I don't even know that much about myself. Sometimes I just say <laughs> things and then forget them, and then people are like, "Well, oh, you're I'm- very smart. <laughs> you're more than beauty. Your brains and beauty." Aww. So there well, you go. Here's how. Uh, here's how I have to give you a compliment, Raquel. We because you know we 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 met randomly and then um so random. But I didn't know until halfway through the last podcast that you were Playmate of the Year, and that in LA you know everyone's credits before you meet them in LA. Not on me. I I, I always. I I would leave with that if I'd be like, hello. I never leave with that, ever. Just but, because I want people to get to know me first. And I'm yeah. sorry, but I only introduce you as like, you've seen this because it's like a cool, <laughs> that's like a cool But that's thing. okay. But like if I ever meet someone, I will never You're not never trying leave. to like talk yourself up like that no. and be like braggadocious. And then some people like, like we're in the business, like you're in the business. You're okay. Some people, like normal people, like regular they have like a preconception about what playmate of the year means yes and no or they don't know how to act around me and they 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 change the way they're acting and it's like no no you don't have to put me on a pedestal if that's the case or put me down in the fucking floor yeah it's but it's you a have good... to treat me as a person yeah. <laughs> no. uh, well everyone of course we want everyone to treat you as a person but if you're if you're if your husband's playing poker with the guys and there's some sort of dispute i think he wins by saying my wife's playmate of the year yeah, i think that's does. i think that's how you win it <laughs> What do I say? To, for ta- and I, ta- I brag about Tasha all the time, too. Yeah, like, you know, it's you like, you kind of yeah. win with Tasha, yeah. to be honest. Look, you do. I'm just saying, it's, it's, 
It's but it's so L.A. to be like, uh, here's my friend so and so. You've seen them. It's like you introduce people with their credits, or even even some of these influencer parties we've been to. Which, by the way, well, I we think hate, sometimes but. it's like you're introducing people by their credits, but more often than not, I think that that's just a way that people introduce each other because that's how you find common ground. Yeah. Right? It's like, oh, I think you'll find this person interesting because they're into X, Y, and Z, which you also have some interest in. You know, like, that's why people do it. But there's gatekeepers in this world. So, like, if I I wanted to have my buddy on a show, my friend's show, I'd be like, oh, you got to see Joel, you know? And then be like, oh, yeah, is he good? He's done Conan. You just, like, say, okay, okay, well, then someone else has vetted him before. It's like a way to, yeah, it is a way to validate people to have them around or whatever and the case the, may be and the girl that you produce your show with Irina yes is that my pronouncing uh-huh. Irina? Irina is she also a playmate she's playmate? also a playmate and I didn't know that other? we had you've mentioned Jade in the show many times and I'm like I wonder if it's the same Jade and then you go to the freaking taco is it the same Jade that we know oh okay uh, so I actually know Tina I don't oh, know. And, okay. and so I don't so know. Your Jade, Jade is another Jade. No, my Jade is another Jade. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I actually know Tina, and okay. I have met her at uh, your Jade, my Jade, at a couple of parties, but we don't really know each other. We've okay. never hung out or anything. Okay. Because yeah, I, I was like, Tina. I wonder if she was there for my Jade, and it's the same Jade. Because no. that would be such a small world. <laughs> for our listeners, we went to a uh, a so like a vegan taco red carpet. <laughs> Pretty much, it was yes. like a red carpet for vegan taco, like a new vegan taco the, joint. And the sugar we, and taco is it's it's all vegan, plant based. But we it. just missed you. I think we were in there. Yes, or, well, because I was coming from a book release from also our bunny mother, and a bunch of playmates were mad that they couldn't make it to the book release because they were there early for the which, for the sugar taco and yeah, and the tacos and the red what is carpet. a bunny mother? Oh. Is that like is is this like a sorority kind of thing where like you so basically like a house mom? Basically, we call her bunny mother, but she technically is not our bunny mother because we're not bunnies. But okay, so long you're, long you're story. You're not a bunny. I'm not a bunny. You're a playmate of the year. That you that doesn't make I'm you a bunny. I'm a playmate, but the, the, this is well. Now right, I write can this be down. A, write this down, boys. Get, get your pen and now your I can up. be a bunny. But there's. Okay, let me let me just go from the beginning. Okay, in the beginning of time, so the play <laughs> was started. Uh, there was uh, center folks, which are playmates, and then there was bunnies who were the servers at the clubs. Oh, so back then there was a, a Gen- gentlemen's clubs. Yes, so back then there was like a line between them because th- they both existed. Now in nineteen, I think ninety or. Or eighty five, somewhere around there, they closed down all the clubs, all of them. Like yeah. they, they were done. And Hef, to keep the bunny suit alive, he started putting it on playmates mm. for events, for like signings, for parties, for any event. He would put. Um, and I think the first playmate to wear a bunny costume was in nineteen ninety, and this was like. Wow, because <laughs> it's like a playmate is wearing it. Like, first of all, playmates were like, "Ugh, bunnies," and bunnies were like, "Ugh, you took your clothes off, playmates." Like, it was like interesting. They wow. were still, they were still in it together. Like, we were still on the same team, Playboy team, but they were still like some rivalry there. Where like, I earn my money because I work hard as a server. That was the bunnies, right? And as playmates, well, not me, but the playmates back then, they were like, "Well, I made it to the centerfold because I'm." the most beautiful woman in the entire world or whatever the case may be. So they had this tiny unspoken rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> and if a bunny tur- like turned centerfold, 
it was like a big deal with the bunnies. It's like you traitor. Like it was. It was. <laughs> now, but is it a different? So, like, it, like to equate it to chess, is the bunny like the fucking pawn, and the centerfold is the queen? Like, is the centerfold like, that. like a better? That's like a that. higher end. Oh the, yeah, the bunny sounds centerfold like a cocktail waitress. Yeah, that's centerfold just... was higher, and then bunny. But they were still like. So you're like, high. I'm not a fucking bunny. Not no. one of those basic bitches. Can no, no. Well, I don't think that way, but. <laughs> But I do wear the bunny costume. I have two bunny costumes. But um, if we're going to be technical, I'm not a bunny because the club is back. So I can't okay. say that oh, I'm a bunny. A cl- the club's back. Yeah, there's one in New York now. Oh, that's so, right. You oh, just I went. I had no idea. Wait, you were just over there. Yes. I've, I was there for the opening and then I was there for Playmate of the Year this year. The announcement of Playmate of the Year. Do they have to... How does when they ask you to come to one of these events? Do they just lay it out like you're you're going to be wearing a bunny this or that or is it like an option? Do you want to do this to that? Like how well, does that and even... now because there's a club now. Now they try to keep playmates off of the bunny costume. When there wasn't a club, we were always. Oh, uh, so they're costume. trying to go back to that. They're trying to go back to. Because I'm sure it's super corporate, but I imagine it was some like lady with a rotary phone and a cigarette being like, "All right, we're going to need you in New York, fifty second and <laughs> well, third. That was our bunny. Dust so, off your bunny because <laughs> she was a bunny mother. Back in the day, in the eighties. Oh, so, first of all, sorry about this light. Where's it? Hitting yeah, you? it's coming, coming from over there. Oh, you want to go get right it, there. babe? Hey, talk, talk. it's like right in my face. It's I know, awesome. and it's gonna screw up our video too. It's, <laughs> it's like an Instagram filter. You know how they have like the oh, rainbow yeah, the little reflection. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. It's a filter, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get it. It's right. It's that one. There yeah. you go. There you go. Anyways, oh, so okay. our bunny mother. We called her a bunny mother because she was a bunny mother. She was never a playmate. She basically started as a bunny, was a bunny for 20 plus years. Wow. Then got into corporate playboy and became the the wrangler of the playmates, basically, for another 20 years. She's She was, when she retired, she was with the company for 40 plus years or maybe 50, sorry, 50 plus years. Long ass time. Yeah. So she wrote a book about it. She was a VIP bunny, so... Back in the day when Hef had a, a a jet, she was one of the bunnies that were serving at the jet. That's so like she traveled cool. all over the world with Hef. It's ama- like she she has stories. Yeah. <laughs> so she wrote a book and she released it. And it was the same day as Sugar Talk was opening. <laughs> <laughs> so Do these bunnies get healthcare? Like, what's the deal? What's the? Is there a general? Um, sort yeah, of like what's basic. her retirement like after 40 or 50 Well, years? for her, because she was corporate, I'm pretty sure she had like a really good retirement plan. I remember she talked about it. She's like, they try, they're trying to fire me. But no, I got two more years before my retirement kicks. It's I like don't a, even know how that works. It's like a New York City cop. He's like, <laughs> vetted. she's like, I'm, I'm a mother bunny for life. <laughs> I don't know why she sounds like that. I'm a grandma bunny now. Oh, but no, she, to this day, she's so vivacious and she's, I mean, she's older, but you, you, you can't tell how old she is because she's so vivacious. Like she's, no, but I think it's good to, to like keep people in the system and, 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 and try not to be so like everything in Hollywood, everything is so ageist with how yeah, they just want to like, dump people out when they turn 22. With Hef, when Hef was alive, uh, it was always about that. It was corporate was family. So he always kept everyone as long as they could, they wanted, or they were alive. <laughs> but yeah. here's, here's, a, here's the problem with, with a lot of the liberal 
agenda. And again, I'm not coming to this for, with any touches already I rolling around. I just wish eyes. that you would just stop starting your stories like that. With a liberal no, well, agenda? Who's the problem with the liberal agenda? <laughs> well, because What's the problem people, with the liberal because agenda? everyone gets offended at so many different things. Like, on one end, you got Playboy, which should be about expression. Fucking show your body. Be proud of it. Uh-huh. It's like this super badass thing. But on the other hand, people are like, oh, it's, you know, whatever. He, you know, Hef's a fucking, he's dirt, he's a dirt ball. It's Nobody like, met Hef. That's why they talk like that about him. But if you ever had the chance to meet him, anyone who met him would never say that about him because he was everything but that. Like, everybody thought of, of him as a perv. He was nothing. No, he was everything but a perv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was such a gentleman. Uh, he was hilarious. Hilarious. He had the best. Inc- oh, it was good. I'm going to tear up. <laughs> um, I didn't get to go to his funeral, so it kind of it hurt me that I couldn't go to his funeral. Was it, was it hard to hear people that have no idea what this, what, like, like that have never even come close to meeting before to know that, that, that people just want to use him for their agenda? Like, oh, he, he, you know. You know, you, you know what I mean? Like people... Like trash talking? Yeah. It's like, because you're right. If, if you yes don't, if you know, met because somebody... The mantra of Playboy is don't give two fucks. Like, and we really don't give a fuck. People can speak and say whatever they want. It's just coming out of ignorance. So nobody ever thought about that. Yeah. Ever. To this day, I don't think I think about what people say. Good. Good. That's like the greatest gift. Yeah, it is. It it's really the is. exact opposite of us. <laughs> like we're too worried. Well, Please I'm leave here. A good review. Jesus I'm Christ. here to teach you that you should not give a fuck. <laughs> because look, there's a saying that my uncle says that is so true. Fifty percent of, and this is this is from my grandpa actually. Fifty percent of the people don't give a shit about your problems, and the other fifty percent are glad you have those problems. So. In all, 100% don't give a shit about you, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So why should you give a shit about what they think? No, it's it's, it's true. It's like, and especially if you're coming down on hard times and you post something online, you'll be you'll be hard pressed to find people that actually give a shit. But now, mm-hmm. and you, and you, I don't want to speak for you, but you might notice in the stand up community, people got each other's backs. Yeah, you, we you, do. You, there yeah. might be a lot of petty bullshit that happens, but when like when it's us versus them, when it's like a club yep. owner or somebody fucks up, comics like will come to each other's sides. Or like one comic like. Uh, uh, J- Jason Signs. Um, he's he's a he's a comic. He d- he's done just for laughs comedy festival. He's a pretty well known comic. He fell through a skylight <gasps> um, on a rooftop and p- got paralyzed. Oh and the God. comics raised upwards of a million dollars for him. Wow. And it's an ongoing process. But it's like, what other job? You know, some. You know what I mean? There's. It's mm-hmm. like a family, but it's it's like a dysfunctional family. And I'm sure. <laughs> but those are communities playboy. that you build. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you think about just the general public, I think that your dad's saying applies. But like, yeah. but you find your communities, you find people that care about you. And, and like, just like comics all coming together and having each other's backs, like, th- that exists someplace. Oh, it for does. Sure. It does. It's like playmates. Like, we don't, we might not know each other, but if we know we're playmates, we're there for each other. How do you, how do you, it's so, so weird. If it you, is so weird. Like, I've met women that are, probably in their 50s 60s i know nothing about them but she told me i'm a playmate i'm like what do you need because ah. we have it's so funny how we're so different all of us are very very different but we have one thing in common which is the the nudity and it's so i don't know how to explain it it's so personal so intimate that because that because it is that way it connects us right away. I don't know if it makes sense yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> so does it, what about the uh, playmates that were in when they did no nudity? Are they in the club? 
I, I, oh, I yeah, never that, met that, that them. Was so like a, that was for like a year where they yeah. did it. Was that. One year, one year. And they were like, nah, back to back to normal. <laughs> Go back. I think it was a publicity. It was stuff, that one. It was that one. Uh, uh, Amber, uh, Amber Lee, whatever her name is. You, you I don't know. know her. There were lots. She was, of from, she was I, an arsenic. Model. It was a thing. I in town, like when it happened. Then all of a sudden, all the agencies were like, "Do you want to do Playboy?" Like everybody uh-huh. was asking all the models, "Do you want to do Playboy?" It's not nudity now. Like it was a big thing. I think probably just to you know get some models in there, but. I mean, it was it was not. My husband just finished a workout. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get notifications on my on my Apple Watch. Um, it um, I it wasn't nudity, but it was it was still implied nudity. Yeah. So it's still person. I mean, no matter what, putting yourself out there in that way, photos of yourself in any sort of publication or line or whatever or online. Um, it's personal. It's, it is yeah, vulnerable. So, yeah. You open yourself up to a lot of like judgment and criticism. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not nude, if you're just posting your butt, not even with a thong, but just, you know, uh, or just a sexy bikini a sexy photo. Bikini. That's it. It doesn't even take nudity to be as vulnerable as a playmate. It takes just being sexy yeah. on, on online. Because there will be, be haters mm, or, there will, you know, like haters like, gonna hate. <laughs> because I don't know why some people just get really angered by seeing like a woman who's feeling themselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if you're just like having a good time, like you're feeling yourself, you're confident, uh-huh. you feel good about your body, you're like in the sun, whatever. People hate that that's and because some, they're so unhappy with their own body or their jealous. own life or whatever but that's just a reflection of their own of their own uh needs their own hang up hang up i their promise own, yeah. i won't i won't ask m- too many more questions about playboy but i i did you know it's like <laughs> I when, don't I, mind. when we talked about last week I, I wake up in the middle like i should have asked this I, it, it's because everything like you know with stand-up everything's like in a rank right you do like a five minute set on late night then you get your 30 minute then you get an hour on hp like you know you know there's like different ranks do you do like college co-eds is that like is there a, is there like a seed? there are definitely rankings but they're unspoken and at the end of the day, we're so, I feel like being a playmate, uh, when they pick you as a playmate, they not only pick you by your beauty, they pick you by your brains and your personality. So you will never find, actually you will. There are exceptions. <laughs> there are exceptions. Name them. I'm kidding. Don't. <laughs> it's really not that hard. Uh, I can count them with my hands because it's that little that little percentage of exceptions. But you don't uh, go straight to centerfold, right? I mean, like, aren't there... Are there? No, like, you do. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Most of centerfolds, maybe 85% of centerfolds went straight to centerfolds, and then the other 15 went through co-ed or... What was what's the cyber girl? Um, yeah, there's just so many medium. So many, it used yeah. to be like it used to be. There was a magazine. You open it up, and there's you, you know whatever. Now it's like you know you could see all the different levels. And I just wondered if you know are people like stuck in the college coed, but they want centerfold, and like they're just you know not there. Well, they, I don't think they do coed anymore. But when they did, it was only one issue, and I think it was October because it was like homecoming issue, and uh, and basically the girls that were the fabes, they would end up being centerfold. But, um, but we never, there were some, there was some like unspoken thing like, Oh, she's a playmate. We can't mess with her. Like she's the ultimate like top. Right. Yeah. 
But us playmates would never be like bitchy about it and be like, well, you co-ed. No, we wouldn't do that. We'd be like, hey, you're part of the family. We're Playboy. We're all Playboy. We don't give a shit. But it would come more from them, them than from us. See, I would do it. I would, we, if, we, we, if we all went out to dinner and they didn't have our reservation, I'd be like, do you know who she is? <laughs> Can I get a major? You know, my here? friends, my girlfriends do that all the time. I'm like, stop. This was five or how long ago? That's Six funny. years ago. <laughs> I don't give a shit. You are the first Mexican-American playmate of the year. They should know who they're dealing with. I'm like, stop. Nobody gives a shit. But no, and we had- The poor hostess is just like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, this is a trip. And I'm like, no, it's fine. We can wait. She's like, no, it's and a Chipotle. We like- don't do... <laughs> just get in line. Just, we guacamole. Like, we'll, we'll give you the guacamole if you want. Like, we'll help do you, you want out. the guacamole for free? Playmates of the year get free guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty perfect. You're a playmate of the year and free guacamole. <laughs> <laughs> Load it up. Just come and bring your own <laughs> chips. <laughs> now, because you know, Tasha and I, we've we've talked about this before, but you know, as a model, it's like, would you ever, would you ever do would that? Would you ever do Playboy? I don't. I mean, is it an option now? <laughs> what do you mean? Is it still around? I don't know. It is still around. It's actually way the magazine. Personally, I think it's way better right now. I really? love it. I love it. It's very. Very chic, very high end. They changed everything about the magazine. It's way bigger now. The only thing that I think kind of takes away from the plate, like the special thing about Playmate, is that they it's only what is it four, four magazines a year now? Okay. Oh, really? It's quarterly now. So there's three Playmates per issue. So I feel like it takes away from the special, like yeah. centerfold. Because but the, that's you're what like sharing your shine. Sports sharing Illustrated shine. swimsuit yeah. edition, edition will have like, all right, we've got twelve different covers now. Like at the printing press used to be like you print this. Now it's like you can do multiple. A yeah, that actually and- yeah, is a yeah, really yeah. cool idea. If they had like, you know, they did a quarterly issue, but they did three covers per. Yeah, you know, like like you can pick it mm-hmm. and choose. But now they don't even put the playmate on the cover; they just put whatever on the cover, whatever uh, thing they have politically that they want to you know voice they put it on the cover like yeah i mean they really have like changed the way i think a lot of publications actually have gotten way more political even like the teen magazines and stuff the thing is that playboy started political and people don't know people forget and the people that know forget that and the people that don't know didn't know yeah and they're like oh that's so cool i'm like uh that's how it started (laughs) where are you with the politics of today how do you feel? Because I know we've, we've seen we've seen each other's posts online. <laughs> I know, right? And I know, and I'll and I'll say this. I was this. like, "Fuck you." <laughs> I know Tasha. I know Tasha. Yeah, I know she liked you before that, but I know she liked you more after. <laughs> she's like, "Us bad bitch." A doesn't give a fuck, but she's holding her ground. You know, because we share stuff online, and for the context, you know, we're as Facebook friends. We see that you know sometimes you draw your line in the sand with an issue on pro choice, pro life, an issue on you know left, right, you know this and that. So like, I know. okay. I don't have a side. I don't. I. I don't believe I have a side. I. I. I'm. I'm a believer in having the choice to look at every single issue and looking at it from every sides and seeing what's best for what's the best solution for that issue. I don't have a side, but when it comes to women, <laughs> well, you have the personal experience of being a woman. Aha. Aha. Which is the biggest argument. My, my brother is very political and he's very, what's the side that's conservative. Right. Oh, like extreme, right? Like it's so extreme. And I'm like, you're, you're too extreme for me, bro. I love you, but you're too extreme. And, but and how do, as, as siblings, cause my sister's 
the same way mm-hmm. where she's like she's still very much uh, indoctrinated into this Christian or Catholic idea of something and hasn't moved and doesn't understand what Planned Parenthood is and um, you know she doesn't get they, she it, and so I, I I I love her and I don't blame her for not knowing things yeah you can't blame people for their ignorance you can't. That's yeah. the yeah, first what thing. you don't know, you don't yeah, know. You don't which know. is what, which one of the bigger problems I think is that we're we're blaming people that that don't know and instead of being for not well, but yeah. here here's the issue. This is why people get frustrated is that if someone's going through the trouble of like trying to help explain things or help you open your mind, it's your responsibility to be open to change, be open to listening, be open to possibly modifying your opinion. Yes. That's just called mm-hmm. living and growing. Growing. That's how you're supposed or to live. have knowledge. Because a lot of people that criticize and judge you for who, what you believe or think don't even know half of the shit that yeah. they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like, they can't, like, I when I posted the, the fuck you Alabama in, in Ohio, <laughs> Uh, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, please uh, subscribe, <laughs> rate, and review. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we appreciate your support on yeah. Patreon, Alabama. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, every the one argument that was consistent in all the comments was like, "You're evil. You're going to go to hell." I'm like, "Honey, I'm going to go to hell ever since I posed nude. Like, I already know that. Like, you're not telling me anything <laughs> new." God <laughs> made us naked. Yeah. I think God's okay with us being naked. Yeah, I don't think God gives a shit about whatever. <laughs> um, but. Uh, God has bigger issues. That's all I'm going to say. But um, the one constant comment was like, you're evil. You're going to go to hell. You're killing babies. And I said, (laughs) this is where I'm like, (laughs) I don't even know how to say it. It pisses me off every time. It's not a baby. It's a clump of cells. And even if it has a heartbeat, can it live outside of me? Yeah. Can it answer this question? Can it live outside of me? No, then it's not a fucking baby. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't uh, get me wrong. Until it's born, it is a parasite <laughs> in your body. Basically, because it's yeah. eating all your nutrients. But don't get me wrong. I I have mixed feelings because I also think that there's so much, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, what do you call the medicine that you take so you don't get pregnant? Hormones? No. Oh, birth, birth control? control? Birth control. There's so many birth control ways. Like, there's so many types of birth control. And there's so many lazy women. I do believe in that. Like, don't get to the point where you have to be pregnant and then and then have to have an abortion. But if you have to have it and you want to have it, fucking have it. That's your fucking I choice. I just think, like, we have to err on the side of, like, letting people... It's sort of like... um in order to protect the people that need it the most, like people who have a baby that's ill, that's not going to make it, and it's making the mother sick, and it's going to cause gonna complications, bo- or it's or it's already um, died and it's still in well, them. Well, they can like, they can they can have an abortion there legally if it's already dead. I think so. No, not in all places. Oh, that's the thing. I mean, a woman in Ireland died just like two years ago because they they refused. You know, it's called an abortion when you take out even a dead fetus like if you have to remove it surgically it's called an abortion and they wouldn't take it out and this woman died oh my god and so but that's the thing it's like we have to err on the side of caution and protecting these people in the most vulnerable of situations and yes people should take some personal responsibility of course but like we're gonna like we're we have rights too yeah like no and aside from anything like aside whether it's right or wrong it's your personal choice and nobody should be able, nobody should be ever, 
be able to take that away from me. It, it should be between you, your doctor, your God, if you have one. But you know, you know it, that's you know, it. It's, it's nobody else's business. And look, I know we could talk hours about this. And <laughs> oh, someone, we could. If someone disagrees. <laughs> no, no, no. And no, because you, you're right. And I think our society is so litigious where we, we're like, we want to know where the line is. Well, if you can do it there's at no line. 16 weeks, can you do it at, you know, there's always that one. Well, then at what point? And you have to draw a line legally is the thing. Like you have to say like, okay, legally, this is, you know, like at, at the first trimester, you're okay but then well what if what if it's a day later it's like jesus christ you need to be able to decide every situation on individually yes. yeah but you're never going to be able to imagine every possible situation and that's where people end up in trouble because then they have to go to court to like be able to do something that should that's why these laws should not exist yeah and if it already if there was a law already protecting us in 1970 why the fuck are we revoking that now yeah. <laughs> still having to protest and scream and march and wave signs around i feel like it's just 50 a, years later it's just the t- the tactic to keep because they, they're seeing the power that women are getting because we're not having children we're being smart about our bodies the number one way to lift women out of poverty is to give them the choice about when they give birth True. Uh, when they have children Amen. i mean that is literally <laughs> that's been proven that the number one way to lift women but out of poverty men. is giving them options over their own body and the government, with so much power, are getting so scared about all the women that are rising to the government mm-hmm. and taking power because yeah. they're not having children. Yeah. Well, look. Or making money on their own and ha- are able to divorce somebody who's not doing Why a good job. Why do you job think that in third world countries is still illegal to have an abortion? It's a way to keep women. Because they fucking men. Fucking Adam knew if you're religious, <laughs> but if you're not, let's say he was the first man in the world. He knew she was smarter. He fucking knew. That's why he made her feel guilty as fuck because she bite that <laughs> apple. <laughs> I, he knew. She ate from the tree of knowledge. Well, look, I'll just say this. I think, I think um, I'm the first one to make things a gender issue. The first one. I think it's more of an IQ and also like what Kool-Aid you're drinking. We, the other night we're watching um, some YouTube clips and I watched the, the, the liberal version and then I watched the Fox News version. And it's fascinating. It pissed Tasha off to watch, but it's like, <laughs> no, no, it's good to see what like, what turns. You it's have like, to see both sides. Always. Yeah. I just can't stand when people call pro-choice, pro abortion and then you no. see that same sort of rhetoric like online people are like you know i'm not pro-life or pro-choice but i think that like you should have a choice no. and it's like bitch that's pro-choice it's only pro-choice <laughs> and pro-life that's it it's we're not pro-abortion it, it's it's pro having a fucking choice but as our <laughs> listener nicole who has emailed and, and told me about this my friend nicole has told us the the people that are for like that are pro choice have done a shitty job of like labeling it. It's the it's the pro lifers that they took over life. The conservatives took hold on they they took over like the like a flag USA bro. You know what I mean? They kind of like jockey themselves. You say hold that on. in general, like Trump and they yeah, they they've done a take, good job of that in yeah. general. Like they just take something that's a non truth and run with it. And it's like if you shout a word over and over and over again, eventually people start to believe it. It's just mm-hmm. like repetition makes it almost true, even though it's not true. Mm-hmm. So like they started saying like pro abortion or they started calling like um uh, birth control, like abortificent. What? How, how am I? I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. But no. like they basically, like so many people, I'm pretty sure, including your dad, think that birth control is like 
an abortion. Like people think that plan B is an abortion, right? No. Plan B is not an abortion. Plan B is preventing any cells it's from holding. It's just a bunch a, of hormones whatever. that tell your body that you are already pregnant, pregnant so, so you that, don't get pregnant. So that a sperm cannot implant. Yes. It, right? Uh, and that's uh, that's not, what it is. Uh, the, so this, that's cells. That's still not a baby. There's I, no heartbeat for sure there. I, I am <laughs> you know, I heard a really fun one today. Actually, sorry, Dave, just stomp on you. But I heard a really fun one today because it was like, those cells used to have life, right? Like it was, what was it? It was like a Facebook status. Like if you have an abortion, you're not uh, no longer pregnant. You're the mother of a dead baby. And I'm trying not to laugh. Um, but the person's like, no, it's a clump of cells. And the person said, yeah, but those cells used to have life. And somebody goes, bitch, all cells used to have life, but we don't get all hung up on exfoliating. <laughs> or your vegetables. That's a cell, too. All right. I'm taking the next 90 seconds to all steer right, us out of this. Okay. Just, like a, just like a steering a boat out of the harbor. <laughs> I and again and and this isn't to shit on the conservative um, culture. It's just this specific issue because I just think there are plenty of good people, and you have to have a lot of compassion. We've said it millions of times over and over. You have to have compassion and patience, and not like meet a lot of the far left uses a lot of vitriol and like sort of you know they're throwing milkshakes at people they don't agree with, and it's like it's it's crazy. I mean, no, it, it shouldn't I, get that. I way. listen to. No, I'm I'm not letting you talk, Tasha. <laughs> this is it happens the, on both sides. The man is silencing you right now. <laughs> I like I listen to a podcast with Milo Yiannopoulos, and you were like. Isn't that that like fucking white nationalist guy? He's just a gay British guy. Like there's like there's people out there that aren't, you know, it's important that that we listen to all sides, including a lot of conservative sides. And, yeah, and other, we got to take our own advice and like be willing to listen as much as we talk. It's just like we you can only be smarter if you're like a lawyer to hear what like the, the other side is saying, because then you can build your defense. You, yeah, you always have to listen to all sides. And obviously, like sometimes because I brought this up because Facebook, you know, threads, comments, you know, it's. It's we get so baited into them. I did the same thing with my sister. I wouldn't do it with a stranger, but my sister posts something and I go, Jesus Christ, Chase, like, you know what I mean? Like you're posting the most nonsensical bullshit <laughs> in the world. And I can tell her that because she's my sister. Yeah, Whereas, I did like, it with if, my brother too. <laughs> yeah, and if, it's, and if it's someone who's like just a fringe friend, I'd be like, all right, let's just scroll along. Yeah, but move you feel on past the, that. You feel that's, the need to like help yeah, somebody that's out. above my pay grade. I don't yeah. need to educate the world. <laughs> but that's, but, but like, and I had like a, we had like a long conversation with my stepdad about it where we were talking about Planned Parenthood and he's like, I wouldn't go in there in a million years. But like, he doesn't understand. And like, Tasha, you went to Planned Parenthood this week. If it was yeah. the only hospital hospital that was right next to you and you were dying you would go in there trust me Absolutely. but that's the thing it's like so many people don't even know that they offer other services like i so i just don't have great insurance and mm-hmm. a lot of like my gynecologist doesn't take my insurance anymore so mm-hmm. every time i go in there i have to pay cash out of oh. pocket right so it's 250 dollars for the visit and i don't remember how much it is additional for the ultrasound because i have pcos so they always do an ultrasound uh-huh. to see if i have cysts or whatever and um and so it ends up being a lot of money. And then, you know, I had another friend that had recommended a different doctor. I called again. They didn't take my insurance. And I was like, well, how much is it going to be cash? 250 for the visit. Oh, wow. 250 for the ultrasound. No. Even more than my other doctor. And they couldn't see me for two months. So I was, in, I was having... Two a, months? Yeah. As a new patient, that their next available was two months. Um, but I was in a lot of pain. I've been in mm-hmm. a lot of pain, like abdominal pain mm-hmm. for a couple weeks. And um, pretty sure cyst related, right? So, but 
uh, it was Monday morning. I was like in tears knowing oh, that I had to go baby. to work and I was in so much pain and that this doctor couldn't see me for two months and just thinking about how expensive it was. I was like, you know what? Let me see if Planned Parenthood has any openings. They were able to get me in two days later. I went wow. on Wednesday. Yeah. Nice. And they had, they had openings before that, but it just it didn't work yeah, with my schedule. Were working. But like I went in there. My, they take my insurance. Uh, but can I say something? You know what I've learned from from that conversation we had with our with my stepdad was that Planned Parenthood privately funds their abortions. They, they do not yeah. a single federal dollar goes to towards ab- abortion. And we told him that, and we told him that, and he goes, huh, "If that's true, then I would change my opinion." And I was like, "Oh, that's a good thing." Well, that, like, it's true. Change your opinion. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but when you have that conversation <laughs> with someone, you like pick apart their logic. I don't want my tax dollars funding abortions. Okay. They don't. They don't. <laughs> and that's just quick Google it and look at it. And then, you know, whatever. Anyway, so we're out of the harbor. But the point was, uh, what was the point? The I point brought it up. I know that, I'm like, guilty Planned of it. Par- Planned Parenthood does a lot of great things, including just taking care of women's health. It does. Yeah. It does. It educates people. Speaking it educates of, people who don't have money to get educated. And that's yeah. what. And that's they what give it, out free condoms. And they, they give out free condoms. They were like, would you like any free condoms? Or <laughs> yeah. Free I had to take B. Sarah Ann to Planned Parenthood. Our, our friend, her, um, she was on crutches and her boyfriend had a job and I didn't or something. So I had to take her to Planned Parenthood. And I just, I, I like walked in and I just, I didn't say anything, but I had this thought of like, I didn't fuck her. We, I, <laughs> I didn't knock her up. Like, I just felt like I was guilty of knocking up a friend of mine because I'm like walking in with her and I don't know what she was getting done. You know what I was afraid of? I was sitting in the waiting room. It was taking a long time. They had a really good movie on that's on Netflix that I actually want to watch. I want to finish What a Girl Wants. Do you know that movie? I don't think it's I've like seen from it. the What a girl wants. No, wait, what a girl wait, isn't it? It's like a Disney girl, like yeah, 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 or yeah. like a Nickelodeon young I think girl. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. I had never seen it when I was younger, and I was watching it. I was like, "This is a really good movie. I totally need to watch." So it. So you were watching anyway, Planned Parenthood? Yeah, in the waiting room. But I was like, "Man, is somebody gonna come on here and shoot up this waiting room while I'm sitting here?" I mean, that's the kind of thing you think when you like when there are so many misinformed people that, that the, just yeah. think that we're a bunch of baby killers. I mean, it happens. So, it so, happens so to put a bow to put a bow on this conversation, it's okay if you disagree with what we're saying or agree but we have to remember whether you agree or disagree that the only way out of the uh, out of the arguing darkness, and darkness of our times in 2019 is knowledge is knowledge Thank but you. also patience <laughs> and, and and i'll relate it back to relationships um this lady to my left i there are a million ways in which i think you're insane but i <laughs> but i but i hold on i'm gonna steer it I'm you don't gonna live with it. me that's why <laughs> <laughs> i go i go what the fuck is wrong? Like you're so different than me. Is my point? We so are different. women in general, but also you as a as a human. Your spirit, soul, body is so uniquely different. In in, in I, I almost said crazy crazier than me. And I have to like in like you know we had a few episodes ago where like um, Jess, uh, our friend Jess, was on and she, they talked. We were talking about how I always leave the toothpaste off. And the then bright. and then I texted Tasha and I said, "Well, let me tell you my story." <laughs> And now there's a whole she sent me a picture. <laughs> no, listen, I've got so many people online sending me messages of the toothpaste lid off the toothpaste or like shit left out by the sink. If that's the biggest of the issues, you're welcome. Okay? Because the shit No, the issue okay. This is this is I'm gonna because I don't think you were able to clarify this in that episode. I remember this episode. The issue is not that the lid is off the toothpaste. The issue is that you've been told many times to put the t- lid on the toothpaste and you still don't do it. Listen, Raquel. I'm, so I, you're not listening. I, Raquel, listen. You, so in any, in any, in other words, 
you don't care. Yeah, that's how it makes us feel. It comes down honest, to caring. I, I'm, I'm installing and lights. I uh, I, hold on, Tasha. I'm installing cameras <laughs> in, in all these rooms because I don't think. Hold on. I'm gonna whisper this. <laughs> I got so the whisper, wrong one. This is such Listen, bullshit. I, j- j- Tasha, close your ears. I don't think I'm the person guilty. That's just not true. I think true. she's leaving Do you the little. Lid- <laughs> okay, no, I never, never, her never, eyes, eyes. I never, never, never leave the lid off the toothpaste. <laughs> what I will do is if Dave has left the lid off the toothpaste, I'll, off. Con- I'll continue mm-hmm. to leave the lid I'll off the, the toothpaste so that you notice the next time you brush your teeth, which might be three days later. That's not true. That <laughs> that's a mischaracterization the, of that my... You left pretty the lid off the Thank you. <laughs> I, I believe that you can overbrush your teeth. I will say that. I, I do. I do believe you can overbrush your teeth. I think it wears away the enamel but uh, no, three but days what? come on uh but so so <laughs> in my issue so okay okay two screws it's done she fucking just blasts off some dinner like she's some stone 15 year old and leaves and and, 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 and again we again i don't need to and she leaves and i go okay i'll see how long you're i'll just i'll i'm taking a, i'm gandhi with what a food she, strike what does she do she makes this like soy soup bullshit like whatever she just dices a few things and throws it in willy-nilly curry it the whole thing puts it in one we have one ceramic pot so you were leaving that soup on purpose it. 72 hours she left this soup out like a savage starving kids in Africa and, 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 and I didn't, and I didn't even say anything, but I go, Oh geez. And then here you are because, and, and here's the issue is that, you know who you are, Raquel, you know who you are and I know who I am. So when you see something that's off, you think your shit doesn't stink. You think uh, everything you got, absolutely you've got's, not. That's when, not when every morning you let, whenever, now. every morning you leave for work before me, the bed's all disheveled. All that's these not th- true. That's such bullshit. And yes, I was true this week. It was, <laughs> this no, week it was true. This week it was true, but literally I am the only person who makes the bed every single morning. Yes, you're in here doing dishes or making coffee or doing whatever you're doing. But I always, always, always make the bed. And this morning, when I had to be up at the butt crack of dawn every single day, yeah, I left the bed for you because you didn't have to be out early. Well, and you were still in bed, weren't you? Well, look. Raquel, Raquel, no? Raquel. Are you going to speak slowly Raquel, again? This, yeah, I'm just living <laughs> quiet. Listen, everyone out there, just kick back. You're stuck in traffic. Listen to your boy, Dave. Uh, I'm fighting the good fight here. Mm. This whole thing about emotional labor, <laughs> Tasha taught me this word, so she's it's going to be used against her. All this, oh, emotional labor, and it's like, oh, you know, because like, they say women, the matriarchs, they have to, hold on, Tasha, your volume <laughs> is off. Your volume is off. You are in the, uh, you are in the, um, my mic is right section. next to you, girl. Yeah. And, you, and your volume's going down next. No, I'm kidding. The guests, they can't turn, and I'll put you back on. Um, I, I, you do emotional labor. And it's like, you know, the major, oh, mom, where's the, home, where to leave my homework? Where's the bike pump? You know, it's like you, w- women are supposed to control all these thoughts. And the, so it's like, I get, I get that you, I, you've, you've shined light onto this issue. So I see that, you know, I need to be in control of my own life and this and that. But it's bullshit because I've got to do all these things to like support your life. But, but, but then I the one time I asked all these things to support your life. Yeah. That's and the point, but the, but the point is, is un, you know, unlike this episode three forty three or whatever we're on, <laughs> I don't bitch about this in real life Raquel. Like it's not a bit, it's not a big issue. <laughs> I'm just calling out bullshit because if you're going to be the one who's talking about the toothpaste lids, I'm going to be the one who's talking about you actually leave the lid up on the toilet. I know you don't pee standing up and I don't know why the lids up on the toilet, but I never, because I cleaned it. Well, once, in, well, <laughs> so, but now the dogs, but now the dogs up on the squatty potty drinking blue water. You know oh what I mean? Oh my God. 
and I've never done that. So I'm good. So like, well, there you I, go. I, I can be trained. The toilet seat lid, I've never had an issue with. Right, I've never had an issue with that. Fine. I grew up never having to make a bed, so like that's kind of new to me. But I do appreciate these traditions that you have, these rituals, and I've and I've learned to make the bed, trying to make it to your specifications. But Tasha and and you know you can be a, quite a perfectionist, and that sets the bar really high. So like I've been painting all this shit in this room, and she looks at it like she's a fucking building inspector. <laughs> she goes, "You missed a spot," and I go, well, "And then me, the child, and me is like, I just want you to say I did a good job. <laughs> like the parts that I did do look really nice." I would think, but it's not all done. We're working on it. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a slow process. It's taking a really long time. It's messing with my flow. You need to be hugged more. You're kitchen. not, you're, you're just, it's, I understand it's not your strong suit to like coach, but you need in the, all the ladies listening and men too. If you think you might have a problem with being like a supportive coach in the relationship, you do. You are a problem. You need to be supportive Wait, every day. Time out. Time out. Hold on. You already said your two cents. I'm going to say my two cents. Please. Okay. <laughs> First of all, you have a good point. Lid, whatever. Thi- what is it? What is it? The, the pot. He the gets pot. mad that like I'll cook dinner. But here's what happens is that I'll cook dinner. I'll leave extra. And he doesn't get home till late. And some and a lot of times he complains. He doesn't like the food that I make. So he doesn't eat it. Or he already ate. So he doesn't eat it's it. ginger But broth. I leave it oh, out. <laughs> so that he, if he's hungry, he can have some when he gets home. And I think it's a simple thing that if he doesn't want any and he doesn't want to have to do cleanup and he doesn't want to have to put it into a container to just stick it in the fridge. I think that's pretty simple. <laughs> I think that's a pretty simple. Act. Now, do you use this pot a lot? Every morning I need it to boil eggs because I'm a man and I need hard boiled eggs. <laughs> so I go to crack an egg and I look and there's just this so there you swamp go. ginger soup. To to him, your lid, your toothpaste toothpaste lid, is it's the pot. The <laughs> so you should know. You both should know how each other feels. Yeah. No, we I think do. We're but saying Tasha's wrong, and we're actually out of time, no, so we have to. Tasha's leave. not wrong. <laughs> She's still right, but you're also right. So Tasha, you need to figure this shit out. And again, but the only difference is I don't bitch. Well, and no, there is two differences. The the, the first difference is that I leave the pot out out of a place of love in case you're That's hungry true. and you want Baby, some. I left the you toothpaste up so you can toothpaste. use it. No, that is a bullshit excuse. Why do they even have lids? There's not toothpaste <laughs> so, spilling out. They, they get hard. From flying no, in. they dry up. Toothpaste dries up. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, <laughs> and this is a big but, not all households have two sides. In my house, I'm the one that's click because I'm a f- freaking can we cuss here yeah i'm a fucking ocd mess okay i'm picking up everything all the time so it does piss the fuck out of my senses when my husband leaves something out of place how do you address it with him like what's a common thing he leaves out of place is there like a pillow he just can't seem to fluff the right way (laughs) no it's never a common thing it's something new all the time because he does learn from but this is a guy who's saying bitch (laughs) <laughs> that doesn't go there <laughs> you call your man a bitch no I don't Tasha calls me names um, I, 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 I like to ignore him <laughs> um, you fucking loser but like this is a guy your husband's a strong burly man he's in the reserves he can probably it don't kill a matter. man with his I taught him how to change the oil in a car <laughs> so it doesn't matter I do all the manly things because I'm a, I'm a daddy's girl okay and I was poor so I had to help him with everything <laughs> so no, it don't matter. It don't matter. And yeah, but at what point? So, so I guess my question is this: for for uh, you know people in relationships listening, 
at what point do you realize not to take offense? Like, do you take offense to these things? Because I it's- do, because I'm working my ass off to leave everything in order and clean and nice for you to discredit it by leaving uh, leaving something out of place. Like, really? Like, so basically, I'm your maid. Yeah, it's like your the peace and harmony of your home is affected by everything being in its place and looking nice and being zen. Like that's the best pl- way I feel. But let's to say experience if we were both home. messy, at least I wouldn't feel not appreciated because well, we're I both think- messy. But I'm cleaning up everything, and then he. Like, what's up with you guys and leaving, like, doors open in the... In the, in the yeah. In the, like, what's up with that? Why I'm open, like, some exorcism why? just happens. <laughs> why? Like, why? And and the thing is that we have four dogs, six cads, two li- er, four lizards, and, and a bird. Noah's Ark over okay? here. Yeah, Noah's Ark. We and can't afford in every drawer. We can't afford to leave anything. Yeah, people have over to follow your that. Instagram because you always have the parakeet out or whatever. What yeah. kind of bird is it? He's a San Conier, and he his name is Fitzgerald. Does he just shit everywhere? How does he that work? He shits everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, he shits everywhere in his area, and we have to clean. But up, he just but. you have a bird flying around. You got four dogs. He can't fly. You got toothpaste out everywhere. The no, actually, fluffed. toothpaste is not an issue. Oh, but. So one of my geckos has, we have to change out their food, uh, his food every two days. And he takes out the old food, which is what I send you a picture of, and just leaves it there. Just, and then puts new food, but he doesn't take the old food and like rinse it out and like put it, like the little container, put it away, nothing. He just leaves it there. What does your husband do that you don't do? That he quietly sort of just takes control of that's something that like he doesn't because i feel like men again super dave does the dishes but uh, oh, no, our battery's about to die oh, that's fine i'm not asking <laughs> you this because i'm like looking for praise but i in in it and it's a blanket statement but i think a lot of times the guys will just put their head nose down and go get some fucking shit done and then the women's and then like all you know i'm painting all these things and that's like you missed a spot and i'm like <laughs> you fucking put your head through the wall maybe that's why i don't bitch to him and he doesn't take it so personally because i do everything he does and and he does 90% of everything I do. Yeah. So maybe 80% because I, I take care of everything. Because, <laughs> uh, well, it's, okay, so. Everything I, you know. from like administrative in the house to l- like manual labor. I do everything. And is it because you, you're a perfectionist and you think you're going to do it the right way? Well, no. It's because he has a full-time job. So I feel bad not doing everything when I'm half of the time home because we're in the entertainment business. So half of the time I'm not working. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I make what he makes in five days in one day. <laughs> so, uh, half of the time is that. And then the other half is maybe because I am a perfectionist, but not re- he, he sort of is a perfectionist too. So I trust him with everything except mopping. He can't mop for shit. <laughs> Bring him over here. I'll teach him how to mop. I'm the mop. Please. King. I fucking love to mop. He doesn't know. He thinks that, <laughs> He thinks that mopping, nobody can see this, but I'm going to, it's basically side to side, no edges, right? And then everything stays on the edges. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. You want to hear about a savage mopper? Tasha over here. She'll, if the dog pees, sometimes he has an accident, she'll use a Swiffer sweeper. No, she'll but just spray Swiffer sweeper on him. That's f- a gross mischaracterization. <laughs> <laughs> Don't steal my words. Um, no, I, I always spray it first with a separate cleaner, and then I wipe all that area with paper tail, paper towels, uh-huh. and then I go over it with the Swiffer. That's okay. She goes over it with that's- the Swiffer. In the five years that I've lived here, how many times have you used the actual mop 
quick answer right away none zero <laughs> zero times i hate the mop the mop is so you know what bitch. you know what from now on i'm gonna be sending raquel photos of me mopping <laughs> while, while you while you worry about a fucking <laughs> lid on a toothpaste no, but here here's the thing that we didn't say that i think needs to be said about there that you go. Go, go. is that it's if, like when you're asking somebody something over and over again and you don't see a change, then it starts to feel like personal or hurtful. I think in general, you and I do a good job of kind of expressing like things that are bothering us from the get go. Like, babe, I would really appreciate it if you could do X, Y and Z. Babe, you tell me I would really appreciate it if you could p- she, clean that pot. She probably goes crazy ape shit on you because she already told you a hundred times. Yeah. And but she's also she's also got a very much uh, a more narrow threshold for like what bothers her. So like I might make the bed and it's just not up to your standard. But I appreciate that you made it and I can go in and zhuzh it I and do that fix too. it and make it look better. <laughs> I do that too. Yeah, like but I can it's, make but it. But sometimes and that, maybe that's a bad example. Sometimes in a in a relationship when you have to, when you coexisting and you're trying to impress each other, like sometimes I'm trying to do things to impress you and you'll come home and be like, the place is not in a good yeah, shape. Yeah, that and I'll feels. Be like, that, I I've, I've, I've done that to my husband several times and then I feel shitty for doing that because then I thought of like, oh, you know what, he was. He was trying his best. He was doing <laughs> it. And, and, and I, just, I just came and shit on him. And so I go, I, I'm, I'm huge in, in recognizing when I'm wrong. Huge. Because I expect that from people. So I have to set an example. Tasha's like recognizing you're wrong? What is you're that? so What's... full of shit. And you know <laughs> I'm excellent at recognizing when I'm wrong. If, the if, fact if, that if, she's if, not wrong that often doesn't mean that she doesn't recognize yeah. when she's wrong. No, I'm, I'm good keeping, about knowing I'm when I'm wrong. And I'm good tally. about saying sorry, too. Yeah. That's uh, Another one of my strong. Couldn't be more things. wrong about that. Yes, couldn't <laughs> be. You only apologize for things I don't care about. No, you listen. <laughs> let's if we're comparing you know ourselves let to me, each other, let you me, never apologize. Let me say something, and I hope it doesn't hurt you. I don't. It doesn't come from a place from criticizing. It comes from a place of love. See, she even prefaced it in a nice way. <laughs> but that's a nice preface. I'm listening. But now. from listening to all the shows, I think you're more of an emotional person, and she's more of a rational person. So half of the things you might take it bad because you're more naturally you're more emotional. Yeah. And in her head, she's just being practical. Well, I, I will say this, and you're Thank not. Thank you. <laughs> I think we deserve a round of applause. Yeah. Can I get my mic? Can we add in some applause? Yeah. <laughs> I just turn your mic off. How about that? That's emotion. I, uh, That's emotion <laughs> acting. Yeah. Who's to say that r- being rational is better? Emotion. No, no I'm not saying it's better or bad. Different. It's not good it's or bad. Like a communication it's the style. But Tasha's like got this autistic way of like telling me the truth, and it's like chill the fuck out. Truth hurts. I need you to tell me. I know if something's wrong. I need you to sugarcoat it. It doesn't mean like I just did it right see? now. See, Raquel just did it. Okay, but. The, but then that's something you but can that's teach her emotional labor that you're asking me to do see, to Raquel, baby something see, down for it, okay, you. Perfect. But that doesn't mean. Hold on. We're all pointing fingers. That doesn't mean. <laughs> but you see what she just did? The video do of this. You, is just what, a bunch of people pointing at each other. Do you other. see what Tasha just did? She 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 like said why her way's right because she doesn't need to baby me. You do need to baby me. I'm 34. Wah, and I'm not changing. <laughs> baby me. I, I don't think she needs to baby you. But understanding that he's more emotional could help. It definitely Less drama <laughs> to understand your significant other's communication style. Yeah, I 
I can understand that. And I've tried. I've tried to make an effort to <laughs> give you gold stars when you need them and like say things every sweetly. Day. But it is not he my needs natural. It. You need it every day. Raquel, it's just it's not simple. my natural Raquel, state listen. of being. It's hard In for woman me to and I don't need it every day. Yeah. Listen, listen. I was raised by all women. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. There's nothing wrong if women are emotional and there's nothing wrong with I'm, an, I'm emotional. Okay. I've been eating a lot of soy lately. Okay. My estrogen levels are peaking. But you Does say I tried. Do that? Oh, yeah. Soy's not oh. good for men. Yeah. Oh, wow. in, in abundance, and really not. And soy's in everything. So that's why yeah. you get these. You do. You get like, you get bitch tits you, that's, I started if that was true the amount of tofu I would eat you I would have, have big boobs <laughs> yeah. so like it's, there's truth into it, in yes, it. that's sure. too there's much soy is not good of the truth anyway um, I think I think the struggle that we have is Tasha knows my love language she knows what I need but it's very hard for her to still do it and again just the same way that you know that I need you to be detail oriented when you clean the house and you don't and do you it you don't it's not oh, like, that's like the recognizing <laughs> that like I, we have like different styles of being doesn't mean that it's instant fix. It just means that you have to pay more attention. I have to pay more attention about finding a, a the way that's best to communicate with you. And you have to be put, paying more attention when I say, babe, clean the house. And then I come back through and I'm like, what the fuck? Everything looks crazy because you weren't detail oriented about stuff. I think if if each other gave each other that then it wouldn't be hard for her to be more loving. Well, I'll say... <laughs> no, yeah. what is it like? Care, like Yeah, nurturing. Em- nurturing? Em- em- empathetic towards and then, what, and, then, what, and then the moment she's like that with you, then it's not going to be hard for you to be more detail-oriented either. Well, but here's the thing. I'm asking her to understand what I need, and she's asking me to change who I am. No. no. I'll be as detail-oriented as I can, but if I'm Were cleaning... You know, sometimes it's the same. Because it's coming from a place of care. You're not changing who you are. You're just carrying for her needs. Okay, and I'll just say this then is sometimes it's like, look, I want to put the fucking lid on the toothpaste. Okay, I do. I want to do it. <laughs> but sometimes it ain't happening. I'm going to try Why? my best because it's just like men, maybe, maybe, maybe. I don't think it's a men thing. Maybe not, but maybe <laughs> I'm just wired to worry about like bigger picture things. I can, I can multitask and get so much more done. I want to, no, I've, I've been, I've been dying to tell Tasha this because this is how <laughs> I know exactly we're different. like you. And I think I'm multitasking. And I think I'm doing more. But I believe when she says that we're half-assing, we do half-ass everything. Yeah. I, but I can half-ass like, five times the amount of shit. If like the lid is off the toothpaste and there's stuff <laughs> everywhere, it was like dew off my drink. I, I yeah, I brush my teeth while I pee. I have a you do that. I can. I'm a man. I can stand up. I can pee. I can even. I can do it. But all. But how do you aim? The aiming's done with one hand. The toothbrushing's done with the other. I got and, it covered. And then he puts the lid back on the toothpaste with his with your dick hand. My dick hand. I wish I could call this episode dick hand. My dick hand. I got my dick hand. But okay, so yesterday, all right? (laughs) I've been saving this kernel, okay, for you, Tasha. She's so hyper focused on doing one thing at a time. We get into her Prius. It's 108 degrees out. We get into the car for the first time during the day. So the car's probably about 150 degrees. I sit in the passenger seat, she sits in the driver's seat. She spends about three minutes looking up a map on her phone before turning the car on. That's how psycho she is. She didn't turn the <gasps> AC on. High? We sat in the car with the windows up, and I'm just sitting here like, <laughs> this fucking bitch is nuts. We did, Tasha. Wait, you, you were not hot? I would not say that that's my usual behavior. If it's hot, I immediately start the car, get the AC, roll the windows down. Like, 
priorities. But, but I, I think I probably was not hot. And so I was just like getting the map going degrees. so we could go. Yesterday was really hot. But that's hot. the thing is like I, I, I would rather do one thing at a time, prioritize my needs and do one thing at a time than try to do 50 things at once. Because there's no such thing as true multitasking in my opinion. It's, it's like I half-assing mean, a bunch of things. And so like even if I was multitasking, turning on the car and rolling down the windows and turning up the AC and getting the maps, you're still doing each of those things things in uh, an order you just did it in the wrong yeah. order you should have you should have put the ac on first <laughs> no this way you should have well, but i you, wasn't gonna all you had to do is say babe no. i'm hot can we turn the car okay on? okay you know what and why have... why couldn't you say that i'll tell you why raquel i'll Kay. tell you why Kay. because why. tasha she's she's going in one direction with her sort of her neural pathways stop you, thinking for tasha i'm telling you that's i'm gonna you video do. i'm gonna videotape this the patreon go to the patreon.com <laughs> slash the sap if you guys want to see the video i'm gonna be videotaping everything about tasha if i want to see if this. you take her off of the track of something she's doing she will get snappy and she'll her fight or flight mode kicks in i'm telling you Tell me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. I can sometimes have like a little spaz attack if you're like shouting orders okay, at me so when I'm in the middle of something. Do the, what it, do the growl do you, thing. So you, we get. Did you growl? At him? We, we get in the we get in the car and I just I sit see there. This? Now if I would, how do you growl at him? I don't know. She goes. <laughs> You do? That's not you do it sort of as a joke, but it is kind of like... A, I love it. I want do it. that. Give us the growl. Turn. I, the growl, it comes from a place deep inside. I can't just growl do Tasha on growl. command. <laughs> it's like a real, like, it would hurt. It's How like, can we make you mad right now? <laughs> but I, but I was, I say, I was saying growl. this earlier. I was like, if there was a game show where you have to get your significant other to hang up on you within 20 seconds, I could do it. I could call her and be like, babe, calm down. I need... And just hang up with me. Like, I can trigger her, and I don't do this. I know the power that I have. I can trigger her like that to, to uh, you know, be, to, you know, sort of whatever. Yeah, I'll that's- tell you exactly what gets me every time. When I'm in the middle of writing a work email... And he's shouting on me something <laughs> else to do. Or like saying like, babe, it's device free time. Can you get off your phone? Or like, whatever it is. He's just is always... Is that my voice? Yes. That's your voice. Snapping at... As the second I have something important to do on my phone, he's there shouting other but distractions I don't know. at me. And again, this is why an app needs to be developed so your phone has like a red orb like around it. When, you, when you're Yeah, light. you need a do not disturb ticket on your forehead. Well, I always tell my husband... If it's an important email, I'm like, because I'm because we are working twenty four seven, twenty four seven. So when it's something important, I'm like, hold on one second. He knows he can't bug me for the. I'm with you. Amount of time, so yeah, maybe you I can just, try that. Sometimes no, I, don't know. I I do try that, but Dave just doesn't seem to like. <laughs> it, it's always like shout first, ask questions later. Not like, hey babe, are you doing something important? Can I interrupt you real quick? But that would still and, interrupt interrupt yeah, you. The that fact still- that, I, that and you haven't disagreed with me, Tasha. The fact that I knew <laughs> I couldn't interrupt her in the hot car, and I just like sat. But then it you out. interrupt her on other things and don't because, think about well, it. Well, yeah, because it's my nature. Like, babe, I'm trying to because in in if <laughs> if she needs me. I'm there. I'm there for her, and she knows it. What do you need, babe? I'll come to the other room. You know, I can't tell how many times, at least twice this last month. Okay, you know the logistics of our house, right? Uh-huh. I'll be in the kitchen uh-huh. washing something. She'll be in the <laughs> sho- she'll be something. in the shower, and then I'll come in there, uh, and then like, and then like ten minutes later, I walk in. And she goes, babe. I've been yelling for you for ten minutes, and she's all <laughs> mad at me. And I'm like, what do you need? She's like, Are you yelling? Nothing anymore. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, you want to hear what happened? <laughs> A 
massive spider oh shit came down from the ceiling while i was in the Uh. shower and i'm soaking wet my hair is wet i can't just jump out right so i stand up on the sides of the tub we have like a tub and Uh shower right so i stand up on the sides of the tub and i'm just like waiting and i'm shouting 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 and i'm like keeping my eyes directly locked on the spider because i don't want it to get away right no, I don't know, but either way, I'm I'm, I'm doing the dishes, so like I don't hear her. And I'm shouting and shouting, and I feel bad for our neighbors over there because <laughs> I know they hear me. But it's right? a loud city. We've got the AC on. There's no, just a lot. I, I understood but how the distance is not far. You no, could, you it's could not. The sound carries, but I can't. But I don't understand. need her to tell me I, I I could hear her. It's like no, honey, I couldn't. Trust me, if you if you're gonna be blood curdling screaming, I, there has been more than one occasion where you heard something and chose not to investigate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the truth. It's like if you if you think that something's important, you will go investigate. If you heard a little like if you thought for a half a second that I shouted in need, you would think that you would come. But look. so what, what you're but saying there has been more than one occasion. What where you're saying to... is that you take offense to me not hearing you because you're, you're taking no, a personal offense to it. I understood how it was possible. I was just annoyed more than anything else that I had to deal with this spider myself. It was myself. her fear reflecting on you. But you know what? I, I do was recall... in a limbic system. It's activation. her limbics <laughs> was fully activated. Your fucking limbics are and annoying the shit out of me. Where and are I the limbics? Take... Yeah, no idea. I and feel I... like it's like that that Jurassic Park, the one that just opens like <laughs> yeah. Well, there's this amazing <laughs> TED talk. It's an amazing TED talk about um, about building empathy. And the guy uses he he calls them your angel cocktail and your devil cocktail. And your angel cocktails are by building empathy, you share personal story, you share oxytocin, you let the people feel for you. Like it's like sales one hundred and one. It's like it's all this, and then and then hey. Yikes, babe. Everyone's just nearly crashed their car, their ears And they just experienced the devil's cocktail. Yeah, you need to to be careful. And I'm very defensive because, and I'll tell you why. I, there's, and I know, I know a lot of men and women listening, you, 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 so much is at stake, right? Like you're working hard. You're trying, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying, I'm side jobs, this job, main hustle. So when Tasha says the fucking windowsill's not painted right, I'm immediately like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. But like in the inside, it's like, no, I'm doing everything to make you happy. Yeah. And you're in, in like, and you're in critical it, mode. You have to add all the pressure we have outside in the outside world. Like, Except I'm not criticizing her if like something's not painted. No, right. but when I'm asking for your help and then I feel like you've done a half-assed job because you didn't do the simple task of just like doing one more sweep around the room, like <laughs> hit, trying to pay attention to details, look for the things that you know that I would wor- look for. It's the same feeling. I understand. It just comes down to, you know, squeaky wheel gets the grease, right? And I'm not squeaky. I'm not complaining about the things you do. It's a one-way street. That's so not true. What you am complain I? all the time. No, <laughs> I complain for humor's sake. only complain? Well, that, nay. I just no. B- there's a saying in Spanish that from from joke to joke, the truth comes out. Ah. So, no, 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 no. Don't come up with that humor shit. She yeah. got Spanish mother on me. <laughs> no, 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 no. We have a saying. You have a lot of sayings right now. We have a lot of sayings going on. Okay, I wanted... Can we? Are we good with this? Yeah, we can say. So, so, so uh, yeah, I uh, gave you good stuff. 
Thank and you. I had to apply it. No, you know what's great is that you listen to the podcast, so it's it's like I I, I you do have like a lot of extra. I have a lot of info. Extra. I do I do like criticism. It's again, I'm very defensive, but I do like to grow. I like to be coached. Yeah, I do. I I like to be coached. I play on teams my whole life. I do really well with somebody if I understand what they're saying to me. So it's very, but I'm also defensive. So it's like don't you can't just be like you're fucking doing some shit wrong. You got to be Raquel. I mean, go. She was. Yeah, I. You know. You 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 like you you you. you, you Taj is really good at um, uh, she's really good at um, uh, f- uh, wrapping gifts mm-hmm. physically really good at wrapping gifts Taj emotionally wrap gifts that way for me <laughs> put a bow on it <laughs> no emotionally wrap orders like yeah. <laughs> yeah. no because I, I do want her to be like I in is you know it's, it's it's some people have like problems in bed where they're like you super I don't think I'm like defensive it's like in certain ways but in other ways it's like the stakes are high for me because I'm trying to do all the things I'm trying to have I think us as comedians actors um, we are already def- defensive all the time because we're always said no all the time. Yeah, you like are getting rejected on the daily, so it's almost so like it's really hard to separate your your personal life from your work life and i noticed that i noticed that in the last like six months that my 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 psyche that i carry with the profession was affecting my relationship because i was like he's like i've never asked you to do more i've never asked you to work more to bring more money to the table because there's been days there's been months where i make no money and then there's months where i make what I didn't make in those months. And and he's like, why do you keep, why do you keep saying, oh, I just need to, I, I, I need to find work. I need to, I'm not asking you to do any of that. Why? Like, it, and I told him, you know what? You're right. You've never asked me to do more. You've never asked me to get a real job. Never. He has never asked me, even though some months were like barely surviving because it's all on him. He's never asked me to change anything in my career to make more money. But then I always complain about all that. Like, oh, I have to do this. Like, I feel useless. And he's like, but I've never said anything like that. That's when I noticed that myself, my inner self was putting all this pressure because my professional life is putting that pressure on me. And I was bringing it to the relationship. You're like projecting it. You're receiving it. And and then you're trying to put it someplace else. And like, I had to like, sometimes I felt like I had to explain myself to, to my whole family, to his family. He's like, you don't. You don't. You don't even have to explain yourself to me because I know you're doing the best you can do. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Honey. We like this guy. <laughs> it's and the only time it, he was nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, you're right. We put a lot of pressure and but stress on ourselves. It comes with our profession. And I feel like in modeling, because I do modeling too, I, I feel like in modeling it's a little bit different because it doesn't, uh, once you have your clients, like you're set and you know they're going to keep rehiring yeah. you. But in film and TV, which is for me, it's my ultimate goal. My ultimate goal is to have a regular series or like a big film, right? Uh, comedy, honestly, I'm just doing it to beat the nerves on the on the audition room. Because a friend told me, "You want to beat the nerves, do comedy." I'm like, okay, and I actually enjoy it. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna keep at it. Like, yeah. but I'm it increases not- the threshold of you, of what you can handle. So like, you're less anxious. You're like, she's like audition room. Fuck that! I just that's, performed for two hundred ex- people, and, and and I felt the difference. I felt the the difference now that when I go into audition, like I I'm like. Did you enjoy uh, the mimosa show? Oh, I loved month? it. I loved. You're it. Great. I was so drunk, guys. <laughs> you did a lot. You did a lot much my longer. My whole bit 
because did, I was drunk and I couldn't wa- remember. Did you watch yourself? I did. I loved yeah. it. Yeah. Did you make? Did you find any new jokes that I, you wrote? Like three hundred. Amazing. <laughs> because, but that's what you do. You have to like. Because, you have to like let but the. You know how much mimosa I had? I had like half <laughs> a glass and I got drunk <laughs> out of nowhere. Why? Because you were like, were you drinking the night before or dehydrated? No. Or just- Maybe I was dehydrated. I got this to- month we went through all nine liters of champagne and then ran out and I had to go to Seven Eleven because during amazing. my set I was like, "Hey, anybody? Uh, everyone getting drink? Everyone's good?" And, and like the- everyone holds up their empty glasses. <laughs> but all I had done was nonstop popping champagne, like nonstop pop- and every you know in between people's sets, went, just popping champagne. And as I went, I went next door and it was actually not not badly priced. This Seven Eleven champagne for Seven Eleven, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I just fucking made more champagne. And I was like, "We're getting, I guess we're getting fucked up at noon today." But I like, love it. I can't believe how many people are showing up. How many thing. people were in the well, last one? It was, I mean, just a full I room. I think that of, it was oh, probably room. our fullest room yet. Wow. Or tied. Yeah, or the, tied. Well, for put like it this the way. Mo- the comics, I had to take all the comics green room chairs for the show. Oh, yeah. There might have wow. been like three extra chairs I didn't take, but for the most part, I was like, comics, look. Nice. You and we had to make front- like a separate front row where people like had their feet on the stage. I mean, no way. Yeah, it was nice. So if anyone wants to listen to the audio of that show, I've got all 90 minutes of that mimosa stand-up show at the patreon.com slash the sap. That's patreon.com slash T-H-E-S-A-P. I was wondering, when you first came on the podcast, had we launched our Patreon No, yet? not yet. No. It's exciting. We, we're getting new people mm-hmm. and every time we get a new person, we send them a postcard. Our latest Patreon member, our patron, hasn't responded to my message, so I don't know what her email is, but I want to send her a postcard. So if you're listening, thank you for donating. Tell us where we can mail this postcard to. If you don't want it, we'll mail it to some strangers. Just give us an address. <laughs> You'll get a postcard we'll, from us. We'll mail it to your grandma. We, we're we're, we're going to be experimenting with new tiers and things people can sign up for but basically every week they get a, something new so they get two solo episodes which is either just me or Tosh and myself um, and then they get the the stand-up show and then they also get um, a monthly episode of my buddy Jonesy who has a podcast oh, called yeah. Weird AF it's News yeah. he comes over and does his Weird AF News with us Tasha did last month and then this month um, I'm actually gonna I'm gonna play a clip of that at the end of this podcast the first five minutes of Jonesy and I you want to talk bromance you want to talk just like uh-huh. he's from New England I'm from New England <laughs> we just like we're just finish each other's sentences we're so super each other's sandwiches oh yeah we're just uh, hand jobs for each other we don't care we're doing it i mean i want to start and again tasha this is nothing against you because i love what we do but i want to start a podcast with jonesy just because he's like a bro we're just bros he's like a catholic he got the same sensitivity i had to go audition for something the other day i had to like tape an audition and i go over to jonesy's house i bring him a coffee and whatever and he had some you know he had like some girl over the night before she wasn't there but but i was like i got to hear the story about it I was like, this is what i live for i live for this and i got a little bro bro jonesy anyway so we do so and then somebody men need their men oh we yes, do that's we need our men yeah. yeah you know you need your community i yeah. don't need a giant army but i got i do i mean i've built it out here i've got my baseball team i got my comics i got there's yeah and um so Jones, so I think Amanda, one of our Patreon members, was like, "Dude, you guys are building a real bromance." She like commented on it. I was like, "Yeah, I'm feeling it. I feel it in my loins, me and Jonesy." So the first five minutes of that episode, I don't mean to overhype it, but I was like, "We're fucking gold." We do these hour, at least an hour long episode. So that's a monthly thing. So every so when people sign up for the Patreon, you know, and we're trying to we're trying to show people that we're actually like investing in stuff. So I'm getting the lights and new cameras, and you know, we're you know, I got this nice little. <laughs> I was so happy tablecloth. about my ten dollar um, tablecloth. That needs 
it's it's really irony. nice. We're doing yeah. magic tricks in here. I'm just like, yeah, but my but, but so it's like yeah, it's like I'm just trying to show that like your donations do make a difference. Like it is oh, just fucking donate. Don't care if it makes a difference or not. Just be supportive. But well, you, well, because I'm a big price compare, so I'm like, well, one of our tiers it's never like, compare. You're worth it. No, but I know you're right. You're but worth one it of all. The, one of the tiers, <laughs> like the tier that gets you all the different audio and, and shit, is the same as like what like eight dollars for like what Hulu would cost. But it's like you're not. It's not Hulu. It's like directly supporting. Yeah. Uh, mom and our, pop shop and mom and other, pop shop and, yes. but the other thing that we're doing is we got a we got a new guy who's going to be designing like a cartoon version of us for for artwork because we met him on live yeah because hey. we because we like we like I like the tree kind of logo thing but it but someone had mentioned he that the designer he's like yeah, it's kind of like too meditative compared to what we do yeah. so if someone's just swiping through they go that looks a little too spiritual like we'll give you some spiritual stuff but in the toothpaste rant you know what I mean <laughs> that's where most relationships belong is like talk about like be a real relationship and talk about that without you know I like to add humor and all that to it because I don't I don't want it to sound like we're just bitching I don't want Tasha when we're done here I don't want you to feel like I just put you on the spot because I know I'm at fault for certain things but I also you know got a hot sauna for four minutes while you were like checking the map out and that's just insanity <laughs> to me well think about it you just got your toxins out of your body she yeah. did something for you thank you You're so much welcome. for that You've, you uh, didn't have to pay a hundred dollars to go <laughs> My proteins. Yeah, you gave Where me were a, you guys going, by the way? We were just we were going to house hunts. We were looking at houses. Okay, so you didn't even have to be presentable. You could have been sweaty. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. I looked like I was just in taking an SAT exam. I was just like a banshee. It was tough. Um oh th- so this is the last thing I wanted to talk yes. about. Um we started I mentioned this to Tasha earlier today. I, I heard I heard another comic talk about emotional foreplay. Now the longer I feel like you're in a relationship, the less I mean, you tell me, like, you've been married for a long time. Do you <sighs> find... <laughs> that says it all. Do you find it hard to, like, keep not just the so passion, hard. but, and like, we're, like, the we're spontaneity? We're going through a thing right now. Like, three things. Because my husband decided to be a workaholic this year for some odd reason. And, of course, he's always tired. Like, extremely tired. And... TMI, I don't give a shit. People know. People that follow me know I'm a huge open book. I'm an open book. I've had hormone problems for the past three years. I had no sex drive where naturally I have the sex drive of a man. That's always been Like a very high sex drive. Oof. Like extremely. The past three years, no sex drive. I felt like probably how men feel when they have like erection problems. It was frustrating as fuck. So I get off the pill for many reasons. One of them was that, that my hormones were up and down and everywhere. And then also I had like liver issues and stuff. So I'm like, I'm done with the, these hormones. They can go fuck themselves because they're hormones. And no one else is. <laughs> <no>. <laughs> and I, you know, I t- obviously I, I talked to my husband about it because it was going to affect our sex life. Cause he wouldn't be able to like, we, we would have to use a condom now. Yeah. And, uh, and he's like, honey, whatever makes you feel better and yourself again, go for it. Do it. I'm, I'm in it. I can't go anywhere anyways. <laughs> and I was like, good, because I'm not taking that fucking pill anymore. And I don't want kids either. And he doesn't want kids either yet. Like, we don't want kids right now. So um, finally, after six months of being off the pill, my s- sex drive is coming Came back. But it's slowly but surely yeah. Yeah, coming to normal. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, I'm feeling like myself again. You ha- Guys, you have no idea. Do you know what it was? Uh, but that happens. It's a, one it of just, the most common happens. side effects of birth control. That it you suppresses your, your yeah. Uh-huh. Your but do you guys drive. talk? Do you like make plans like for date night or for like? A- no, which is your last episode with uh, what's his name? Uh, Shannon. 
I oh, love, Chaney, yeah, yeah. I love that he said that he makes plans. I'm like, I need to start doing that because we don't plan things. We don't. And, um, and he's become this fucking workaholic. And it's really hard to get, to get him. Yeah. Period. Anytime, anywhere. And, uh, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to take that advice and I'm going to, I'm going to schedule it in, in the, and we actually had like a date night yesterday, but he was exhausted. Like he only sleeps like four to five hours a day. It's tough. I mean, and he's probably like, cause I had this issue. I mean, I've had a few different jobs that were like, you try to reach this benchmark. Like you'll get like a reward if you, if you uh-huh. do X amount. So I was mm-hmm. doing 50 hours a week plus these other things and trying to maintain a fucking life. Mm-hmm. So, and I, and again, and it's just like, yeah, and the first comedy, thing, which yeah. is always at night. Yeah, so the first thing to go is your sex drive because you're uh-huh. just like you, you, your creative drive is gone. If you're trying to be creative and you don't get six hours sleep, good luck. Good mm-hmm. luck writing a fucking bit or a yep, screenplay. You're just no done. Way. Not to mention, you're going to be eating more sugar the next day. I crave sugar if I don't sleep enough, and that's a fact. Google it. So yeah. all these things. Are so you're not getting creatively fulfilled. You're getting fat. And your sex drive is dying. Sex drive is <laughs> Literally, it's just tired. so unhealthy in so many ways. You're just in survival mode. You are. Mm-hmm. You are. And that's what's happening to my husband right now. But, but he's not. He, he's, he's, he's in a way very selfless with me, with me. Nobody else. He doesn't give a shit about anybody <laughs> else. <laughs> It's hard. I hope no, none of his family listen to this. <laughs> but if you do, just beep this out. Keep and listening. Subscribe and support. to the Patreon. <laughs> okay. Subscribe to the Patreon, yes. Um, but um, it's been really hard because now my sex drive is a fucking teenager sex drive, right? And I'm coming back and I'm like, like I call him like at midday. I'm like, I'm so fucking horny. I don't know what to do. Boy, Raquel, our phones are uh, lighting up right now. We didn't even have a phone. Just taking calls. And my husband's like, I'll get you a night. I'll get you a night. I'll get you a night. But but like either um you know we're like at a uh, stand up something or whatever or I'm doing a meeting or whatever. I get home late. I get home and by late like he's in bed by eight. I get home by nine. That's it. Yeah. Dave and I have the same problem because I have to wake up super early uh-huh. and he stays out at night for mics and we both. When you say stay tired. out, I work usually till eight or nine and then I go to a mic. Yeah, so it's, fucking, to, yeah. so, so it's not like, to, like I'm, I'm enjoying it. My like, you know, it's hard. I don't like to go to sleep before it gets home. I sometimes will. Yeah. But for the most part, I like kind of wait up for him and I might fall asleep. Whereas, couch, I, whereas like I'd say I would prefer you to fall asleep because then I don't feel guilty. You know what that I mean? That you are waiting. And we need to figure out like we need but to be better at knowing which nights the answer you know what has ended up happening is that he's waking up early in the morning with me i'm staying up late to wait for him at night and so like we're both just not, not sleeping yeah. <laughs> and i mean yeah. look my my schedule uh, my trajectory with comedy yeah i can produce a mimosa show at noon but for the most part it's a nighttime gig it's you're, always you're at with night. the vague of yeah. the vagrants of society out at night you're performing you're just a street performer up there and that's and it's there's a romance to it but also like i look forward to the day where i don't have to have my side job be 40 hours a week yeah. because that's crazy i mean I'm, I'm not i'm not lying up during my lunch break at my side job i'm in a starbucks for 30 minutes writing my screenplay like so so when so when when tasha's and, and it's fair for her when i'm like supposed to be home at 948 and i'm home at 1015 and she's giving me attitude i'm like are you fucking kidding me everything i'm doing is is to make it so we can so i can get over that hump of all the side gigs and get it to that level you know what's gonna work out really nicely when you're making a zillion dollars on screenplays or um uh comedy specials and i can retire and then we won't have to wake up <laughs> really but really but truly <laughs> would you like to retire wouldn't you be bored if 
you retire? I think I would find ways to keep myself to occupied. I, I just think that, like, you know, you, there's less pressure. You can say no to the things that you don't uh, yeah. want to okay, do. When I, when I get the money, when I have the resources, sell the script and all that, I'm going to start offering Tasha uh, money for blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> I've got an heirloom recipe for how to do oh that. I'm going to have an, uh, 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 a mutual friend decide what the blowjob was worth, okay? Okay. Because I'm not going to let her mail it, uh, and it's you expect a grand. But if she sucks, my, my if she blows you... If she blows you at twenty five hundred dollars worth, you got to like your buddies would be like, "That was a twenty five hundred dollars blowjob." Like, All right, fine, you earned it. Yeah, you know what I mean. But like, oh, she was checking her watch. She was uh, <laughs> looking. She was actually checking out Reddit. Where are these buddies <laughs> observing from? Is what I, I want. Uh, from a safe distance, we'll no, phone them in. No. I'm just saying, we've got. I we've think got this some is friends. something that you and I can decide. We can yes. negotiate you a can, price. You can do. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, you get a couple. You get a friend. You know, <laughs> like I always use Gucci and Sarah and our friends. You I know, say when it comes down to sex, it has to be equal. And, <laughs> and this TMI again, TMI. Go for it. But uh, uh, basically, I because I was very hypersexual. I've always been very hypersexual my entire life. I didn't mind giving my husband a blowjob every time we had sex, and we had sex almost every night at the beginning. Not anymore. <laughs> We're lucky <laughs> we get it a week, once a week. Um, but uh, when this whole hormone thing happened and I was like, well, I need, I need more foreplay, which doesn't usually happen that much anymore. Cause we're, we're pressed on time, tired, pressed on time, tired. We want to get it done so we can go to sleep. Yeah, and you have get a the birds night. shitting we, everywhere. You got six birds, dogs. dogs to be walked. Walk. <laughs> yeah. Fucking life, man. So, um, <laughs> um, but, but I told him when I, when I, when my hypersexuality came down, I realized fucker, I blow you all the time and you never come down. Like, you never come down. Like, fuck you. You want to blow Jeff? You blow me. And it has to be fair. And then anal. Let's talk about anal. I hate anal. I hate it with all my life. I hate it with all my gut. I have never enjoyed it. I have never found a way to enjoy it. I hate it. And I told him, and obviously all men love it because it's tighter, whatever. But I told him, you want anal? I got a, I got a dildo. We both have anuses. Uh, it has to be equal. It has to be equal. So Give him a little pinky. But, Teach him a lesson. But he never insisted. Has he ever asked me for anal again? Nope. Uh, it has to be fair. So when it comes down to blowjobs, you just have to do this. But I'd go exact- down on Tasha. I'd go down on her two to one. I'd go down on her two times for every blowjob. Well, there you go. But the, the, the money has to be for sure. The blowjob, that's, that's But here's what's you. crazy. Here's what's cra- <laughs> I think, again, I've never, I've never given head. I've never blown a guy. I just would think if I, you know, you're out of the shower, you're clean, whatever, a blowjob is way less messy than me going down on a vagina. Again, and I've got a lot of shit because I've been shitting on the vagina. I love the vagina. It's a beautiful flower. Blah, no, blah, blah. No, neither the penis or the vagina are pretty. The vaginas, not pretty. The vagina's yeah. got some shit going on down there when you start getting it turned on. But it's not a, all women a, like to give blowjobs, and it's a sacrifice just like it is for but you I'm to telling you, do a blowjob. I'm telling you, every guy, I'm, and again, men... Share this podcast with your ladies if you're listening. If you're listening in the car together, don't think it doesn't apply to you. Darren, if you're listening. It applies to everyone. My, my buddy Darren, you better get Claire to blow you, okay? Uh, you know what I mean? It's, 
it's um i don't know i mean i feel like i feel like you know we will like you know i'll like you know if it's like a 69 maneuver go down and it's like my i think my dick kind of blows you i think it kind of gets <laughs> it's a, with consent but i mean i feel like you know you know Josh, you're never sitting me down and going don't move i'm gonna blow your mind tonight this is not happening Again, well maybe she doesn't like to give blowjobs i don't yeah. know but it's like <laughs> is the thing of not liking it enough uh but what if i don't know i don't know Receive say this. it open no, i'm just saying like open. well i don't like to i'm not a huge like i don't go i don't like going down on her because it makes my tongue feel good i do it because it's like i know she likes it and it buys me some time before i you know have a <laughs> premature ejaculation or whatever <laughs> like you don't you do what you do you slap around you know whatever i don't know but my point but this is the thing some men like to eat pussy some women like to give blowjobs some men don't like to eat pussy some women don't like to give blowjobs you gotta work with what you have but i think it also can help to learn to like something no i think that sometimes you don't touch it you don't have a problem blowing me you meet in the middle it's a little give and take just Uh, give her a tequila shot it died again (laughs) um but yeah if i know like that it's gonna make you happy and whatever Okay. Let me just get this one more moment <laughs> oh again. God, let, me this thing. Tasha, let me tell you something. Let me turn it up a lot. It does make me happy. Okay? <laughs> so don't say this thing. If I knew it made you happy. If I, oh, no, I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't communicate that to no, you five years wait in. Wait a second. All men are happy with a blowjob. Uh, but let nothing. me tell you I, what I've, makes I've, me I've literally happy. convinced but myself. But can I tell you what makes me happy? I'm online trying to buy you a diamond ring because I get a good blowjob, okay? Like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm just, my toes are curled. Everything's good. I, okay. Okay. I bet you anything that if she was really, really turned on, she would give you that blowjob with no problem, right? 100%. Then just... I'm going to save this episode. One for the other one. one okay, for the, We and get turned on, seduced, foreplay. We're more psychological, and that's what men don't understand. Well, this conversation was... I did want st- to talk about emotional foreplay because I did What's hear... What's emotional uh, so foreplay? So I heard a comic talk about it. He was, I'm not going to burn his bit, but he was like saying how he's five years into a marriage. He's got four kids. And the only way that he sort of like gets laid is if he wants to get laid on Wednesday, he starts emotional foreplay on Sunday. And it's just like in that inception, planning to see like, Hey honey, like what if like, blah, blah, blah. What if I did this to you later? Blah, blah, blah. It's like kind of just like implanting maybe your ladies at work, a whatever. Dirty go, talk, hey, a little sexy tonight I'm going to give you a little massage. And That's very important pussy. because we're more psychological. Yeah. yeah. I wish my husband would do emotional foreplay, well, but he's hey, tired all the time. Well, he, when he's driving to work, we'll pop this podcast Let's, and be like, surprise. I'll just play it on him. <laughs> but if you think about it, like, you know, it all all starts with like a little tit pick or something. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. Hey. Because like I'll like every guy knows this. Like I'll I'll like wake up like I'll I'll wake her up in the middle of the night not even realizing it because I got you know because I'm just like you know turn like eyes. It's not rocket science. We're just like always when when we we'll get turned on super easily. Like it's it sounds so stupid, but I could like I could you know in trying to turn Tasha on turn myself on. You know what I mean? Like so, but w- w- our issue and again this is you know this is not a big deal, but there is sort of like, I, I think Tasha has a hard time. I'm trying to make it not me just pointing fingers at you as I point a <laughs> as finger you at you. point your finger. And I yeah. Go, I think we as a couple have a hard time having Tasha initiate <laughs> uh, that conversation. Initiate sex. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, it's a, and maybe it's being a woman, but, but like, she'll like laugh and giggle and I'll be like, what? She goes, <laughs> and I'm like, what do you, what do you need? What do you want? Like, she's like, and if she goes, know, I, I don't have to know. tell you. Women just never developed the fucking need to do that. 
to be like, hey, honey, I want to frolic with you. She'll just look at me, and if I don't like know what she <laughs> no. means, I'll be like, oh, that was the sex move? That was that was the best you had? <laughs> that was you wooing me? I come home with flowers and a fucking tie. I'm I just think, like, you know, I think it, it, just with relationships and everything, sex is the same. Communication is key. Uh, my When I met my husband, he was s- such... How can I put this? He's he's more of a lover, not a fucker. And I remember I enjoyed that so much. And I was like, honey. But you enjoyed the loving as opposed to just the fucking. No, no, no. Like he would make love instead of just fuck. When all my boyfriends before or sex encounters before were all just let's fuck. Yeah. Ah, fuck, yeah. fuck, fuck, fuck. And he <laughs> feels so like business. like. <laughs> and he was more more of a he more of a caring I don't want to say passionate. What were his moves, though? Like, break it down for She's us. She's Tasha. Like, yeah, and he was. He was. He, he, he was. He was very Latin. So he, he like. Uh, I don't even know Latin. how to. Like, suavemente, <laughs> he did it so suavemente. No, no, no. But, um, but like, for example, like. I, my first boyfriend, I remember like to, to start fucking like he would just come and touch me and grab my pussy basically from the back and like that would turn What's me on. What's wrong? What's the move? Because, <laughs> because, because I was really, I've Did always you date been, Donald Trump? What is he? Just grab your <laughs> I know, pussy? It was like that. Um, because I was always so hypersexual. It wasn't a problem. And, and, all the time, but it, was it a, makes it. Does but it make makes it a huge different. difference because I remember the first time I slept with my husband. I said, "I'm going to marry this man because of the way he made love to me." I'm it sure was, Tasha thought the same know, thing. You know, you know what me. it was. You know what it was like. You know, like when you. I know it was almost like a movie. But you know how Brad Pitt always portrays his sex on movies versus, let's say, I don't know, M- Matthew McConaughey. There's a huge difference. Brad Pitt yeah. is all about you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna adore you. I'm gonna touch you. It's all about you. You, I want to touch every single. Oh yeah, Brad piece Pitt of you. and Troy. I'd fuck him. That guy's uh, yeah. pectorals. Or like, what was the other movie uh, where he also like? There's like gay. No, was it? Was it? Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. No. He's like fighting, and then they're fucking. He. But I think Matthew McConaughey's got charm. Maybe, maybe he's not as no, like, I feel, romantic. Oh, I feel, sorry, I feel like Brad Pitt is more like I'm gonna praise you. Because you're a reward to me. And that's how my husband... He's selfless. Like, yeah. worshipping all of you. Yeah, not and, just, like, here so for it was really, And I had a rule when I was single, when I met him. Because we were... At, he was my first one-night stand in my only. <laughs> nice. Um, when I met him, I had a rule. I would never go down on any, like, man, like, stranger one-night stands. I will go down on a man if I've been with him for X amount of months. He was my exception because he indulge me so much in this passion and like connection and everything that I was like fuck I'm gonna suck his dick <laughs> and I suck his dick and it was it, I, to this day I think it, the first time we had sex it was the f- best sex I've ever had in my life wow I probably repeated it several times in our marriage but, but by the way I did have to let you know I've talked to the lawyers um, a one night stand can is not a one night stand if you marry the person <laughs> so well, then, it, then it wasn't a one but night stand I, I, know, I know what you but mean but he was a stranger to me yeah, yeah. he was a stranger and yeah in, in its moment it was a yeah, one night yeah, he yeah. Was, in his moment wow, it was a one night wow and you fucked and you blew him and there you go Jesus and Christ and I had boy. a rule but it was the way but, he made and to this day I think he still does that not anymore. Actually, maybe till five years in, he still did it, and then and then we got busy in our lives and marriage, and now we're used to each other. But and look, now, it's okay. It's okay. Now it's like, but hey, he comes over, and he's like, hey, babe, you want to fuck? 
That's how he. How, that's, how he <laughs> that's how he plays. That's how he plays. I sent Tasha a Venmo request for fuck. <laughs> how much money? Just fuck. It's just a <laughs> pomegranate. But that doesn't do anything to me. I'm like, no. No, I, I, I understand that. He could have done the exact same thing where he just comes over and touches me, and I would have been like that. Like, and it's I hard to put just... the genie back in the bottle because you don't have that sort of limbic system of being like touched for the first time by a new person where oh shit yeah. and it's like, uh, is it's he like, gonna yeah, bite me is he gonna push same. me yeah, it's so same. it's like men we're working against the fact that we don't have like I always say like we had actually I haven't brought this up in a long time we had this we were at this party we, we'll wrap this up real quick we were at this party and this fucking guy that we both knew gave Tasha his phone number and he was a DJ and I was like fuck that guy I can't compete I with a no new I have no idea what you're talking about we were about. at John's place and some dude was like oh. a DJ and he like got your number but like to you there was no big deal but I was like I see what's going on and just just so you know, I can't compete against new dick. So like, I'm not even, yeah, I'm like the guy who's got to drive her home and blast rowing. the heat because she's chilly. Like I've got to worry about all these things. And there you are just the fucking dude who can, you know, who's a DJ. Like I just, so it's like, it's hard when you're in a relationship because you know, and well, it's, and but it's if like, you if, focus on looking at it that way, right? Well, I look at it as in a comical way where I'm like this fucking dude, like how nice, <laughs> how nice are you? Cause I used to be that single guy who could like, kind of like give a, give a married woman or a girl, a girl, a boyfriend, like a certain, and look and she'll be like ooh and like she might feel that attention like ooh I got this guy's checking me out like everyone likes to be checked out but then there's a husband there that's like fucking enjoy but it. it but the moral of the story is that you've got to like make the effort to give the other person what they need but I think like, that's all individual I think that's all individual I'm gonna say why uh, my husband and I and this is TMI you're gonna thir- know our third secret. TMI of third the evening <laughs> but we actually get turned on when people hit on like let's say women hit on him i get turned on because i'm like yeah that's my piece of ass you're 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 hitting <laughs> on and i'm like ah, he still has it like, yeah, that's mine and that turns me on for some reason yeah that makes sense and then he gets turned on when men hit on me now don't don't confuse i get attention from men all the time because of social media because i'm a playmate but when it's specifically like, in the same room and he sees that somebody's hitting on me and he actually lets them and he watches because it turns him on. But that's a good trust <laughs> thing for him to not be like some insecure, like, well, what are you, who are you talking to? Like, yeah, because like we know, we know, we know. We, we, you know you're going home yeah. together at the end of the night. And it's it's the whole, we believe in the whole flirt all you need because when we go home, we're going to have urges, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the Tara Banks and uh, uh, what is it? America's Next Top Model? Yeah. She said, you do that. You flirt as much as you want. You flirt all you can because you have somebody at home that's going to, you know, fulfill your needs. Sure. But you will go in with like, or like you're, you're, you're yeah it's like, it's like, like uh, it's the spice that's the thing it's uh-huh. like that's like the spicing it up that's what the foreplay is so it's you like, should never look at it that way well i don't you it, should be like yeah that's right that's my woman no no, no. <laughs> the thing is and it wasn't it wasn't like oh my gosh is she gonna stray from me Ugh. it was like bro like have a little fucking respect no, i knew that but, guy but, but the, what i'm saying like, is that you felt it as a competition and it shouldn't be a competition no no no. i felt it as an ego to be like because like this happened once at valentine's day where i went to the bathroom and came back we we're at a bar and i came back and some dude was hitting on tasha cool whatever you didn't know you didn't know she had a boyfriend uh-huh. whatever but like this dude we're at a small house party of nine people but if you start like, looking at it as 
I'm going to look. Try it. No, try this it. was. I understand. I'm just saying, that. you're going to fuck so good that night. <laughs> you, I, I'm telling you, But in you, this it case, works. it was more me looking at it as a comic to be like, dude, fuck you. I know the game. I know what you're doing. <laughs> oh, and I should have mentioned we're at friends' houses who who made his all of his money as a as a pickup artist as a men's dating advice coach. So it's like oh. we go out to some of these dinners and it's like, bro, don't. Oh, I know you're bragging. You're like, Sean. It's like, his, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like, okay. what are you doing? You know what I mean? And it, anyway, so it's like I. It's like it's like. Like it's like if it's like if we were magicians and some guy tried to do a card trick to Tasha, I'd be like, "Don't fucking do." Or like if like a comic tried to run a bit by, I'd be like, "We don't." But uh, I fucking- think that would be more exciting because. Tasha got their attention and Tasha is yours. I'm no nonsense. I'm no nonsense. Sorry to spit on you. If you guys... territory. I think yeah. we just went like two hours, right? If, we should just If you enjoy the, uh, the uh, stylings of Raquel Pomplin, you can find her July 3rd at 8 o'clock. The Melting... Sh- wait, the uh, Melting Pot Show. And this is at the ba- the back of Sal's Comedy Hall. Sal's... Yes. Is that, am I pronouncing right? And you're going to find also Dave there because he is our... White guy. Yeah. <laughs> I told Tasha, I was like, I'm the standard white guy. I guess you don't have to dress up. And it's 4th of July, so you have to wear something patriotic. I have a red, white, and blue tie. Perfect. Because you're the one representing the, you, the melting pot. Yeah, great. I'm <laughs> the one representing all the things we all hate about culture. <laughs> I'll be that guy. I, thank you so much for having me on your show for July. Th- Are you going to come, Tasha? I don't know. You should. Because it's going to be awesome. Dokey. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't pull her to shows, but if Raquel's going to be there, come on. You oh, it's go. a different show. It's it's run by women. Trust me, it's better. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be nice. All the chairs will be organized perfectly. The yeah. toothpaste oh, yeah, lids will be shut. Everything's all the fucking shit. Be, yeah. She can. Okay. Yeah, and, um, okay. So, yeah. So, and I'll, and I'll promote that again at the beginning. I'll do an intro for the beginning because I know this is yes. complicated because we got cut off. And then when we were <laughs> cut off, Tasha ordered Chinese food, which is probably going to arrive any moment. Yeah, so, and, and, and people can follow you on Instagram, rpomplun at P O M P L U. In, right uh-huh and then oh. where what else can we pr- promote for you when are you guys when are you when are you two going to do a podcast together we should i like, know we like, really should. We should i was thinking this because jess who's a previous guest who i love jess is like my twin she's like mm-hmm. my sister jess i think you guys or like i don't i don't know what, what the deal is maybe she'll do her own thing but you guys need like a community of female voices yes that's like keeping tabs with your audience on the regular because you can't always get that like Instagram other social media is really good but this long form shit you need to be in their ears especially yeah. with comedy and for Tasha just yeah I mean I'll, I'll punch the button I'll, I'll hit well, record with Tasha's but- brain because basically she's so smart and she's everything oh, I think she you. puts is she puts it in words like I'm like finally that's exactly what I've always thought and she put it in words I'm like yes there you go yeah <laughs> And then I you're just, very smart. Tasha. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but anyway, not to pressure you guys. I just think it's. I just we will. think I think it would be a good thing. And then you <laughs> yeah. can always do like a couple episodes. You don't have to do hour forty five minute long episodes. Maybe you we can, could do like a special segment or something. Do, do, do like little a little thirty minute. Here's the thing. We'll just be the don't, pap. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Pap smear the, the pap. The pap. Scra- <laughs> scraping the cervix with uh, Raquel. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, good. <laughs> brainstorm on it, and um, I'll be here if you guys want. And then I can just hit the button. <laughs> I can get your sound you good. I'll me. run your social, and then me and your your boy will be over there. We'll we'll go crack some beers and be bros. But, oh, because um, he loves it too. Don't don't you get me wrong. He loves the whole bro thing. That's why he's in the military. <laughs> 
Dude, I took my C4 today. I never bonded so quickly with another guy based on what type of pre-workout drink we C4. take. Um, yeah, let's get out of here. Let's go eat some Chinese food. Thank you so Woo! much for coming back Thank on. Thank you for having You're, me. I we, love it. We love having you on. You're yes. so sweet. Everyone, please go follow her. And of course, Sorry if for you, all the sex talk, guys, but it's real. <laughs> are you kidding me? These dudes about. are smoking a cigarette. Are, they all came. It's sex, actually, okay? We're all... This is the thing. Everybody's such a hypocrite because everybody's like, oh, sex, taboo sex. But we'll do it. We'll want it. <laughs> well, can I tell you, can I say we'll this? We'll come to this world through it. I've got a, I've, I've got a stalker who I know from high school. She's stalking me, and I posted on Instagram the other day. Just it's just a, a long yeah, I saw list. that. That was her. So I stopped responding a year ago, and but now she, it's getting a little more personal. The way she's stalk, like it's not stalk, but so because we ta- we called sex actually podcast, she feels the need to just like berate me with how like men and women should be, and she like she uses all these antique terms like no. harlots, like harlotry, like women are committing harlotry, and they're all no. prostitutes and like sca- and like and it's crazy, and it's like just because we talk about sex and it's like you're in a nah, respectable man. relationship and even nah. if you weren't even if you just wanted to go have one it, like it it's shouldn't... the most natural thing in the world yeah sex and, is it's, the most and, and all we're trying world. to do is preach like self-love and, and more importantly communicating with our family our loved ones yes. because so much has gone wrong in, in, in people's lives because of miscommunication yep. because you think you're talking one way and they're not uh, you know absorbing it so we we have fun but we also have these moments where it's like audience get your shit together yep. get your shit together as we try to get ours together and just do better because that's all we can try to do is, is Let blo- us be an bl- example. blow your husbands and uh, I think that's what we got out of it. But only blow your husbands if they blow you first. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Equal blows for everybody. That's my platform. No, but it's true. We're, we're, we're psychologically, we're not physical so we need to get into that state. How can you get us in that state? Blow us first. There and you trust go. me, you don't even, even going to have to ask to blow. We will, yeah. we will go naturally. Let there. her push your head down on her, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank Raquel you. Pablo, Tasha Courtney, I'm Dave Neal. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> Just blow. Just blow each other. Blow. <laughs> there you have it. Did you like that? Did we get personal enough? A lot of TMIs for you guys. We love TMIs. It's never enough info. I-N-E-I. It's never enough info. All right, that was our chat with Raquel. Now, here's a clip from my chat on the private Patreon with Jonesy. Hey, it's Jonesy with Dave Neal. This is another conjoining podcast for the Patreon between the Sex Actually podcast and Weird AF News, the one that we do every month. Dave, it's so good to be here, and thank you for the iced coffee. What a fantastic merger you and I have. Cheers. (laughs) Get some audio of us. Pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cheers indeed. Dude, this is great. This is uh clockwork. Monthly, Jonesy and Dave, this is our little meditation. This is our old men hanging out for tea type of thing we got going on here. Yeah, it is like old men hanging out for tea, but it's always coffee. Um and we're not that old, but we're kind of But old. do you think we'll be old in podcasting? When like there's mm-hmm. all this new technology, like grandpa, what are you doing on the Zoom? You're <laughs> <laughs> just like, Where did I know? <laughs> I'll do it. Fuck it. Stick with I'll it. I'll still be doing it too, man. Fuck like, it. Please subscribe to my Patreon. Yeah. I need a new hip. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, my knees buckle. I need a new Healthcare hip. Healthcare's bad. Don Jr. is on his fourth term of president. <laughs> oh, the sad truth. I I'm, I'm cutting Let's cut to like 40 years from now, 50 years from now in an old folks home, just like bothering the uh, the residents to be a guest on my podcast. Come on, Ethel, be a guest on my podcast. I was just a guest on your podcast. Wheel yourself in there, Bethany. And then I, and then I never changed the mic cover, so it just smells like dead tooth. <laughs> dead tooth. This is six months away. This is not too far in the near future. 
Monster. <laughs> the worst Netflix show ever. Just two old guys. I feel like we're, I feel like someone needs to listen to these and then write a show because I think we I think we literally are creating ideas that we're not following through with. I agree. We, Time we, traveling podcasters, print it. That's that's money, baby. It's money right there. Yeah, you're welcome. You are welcome. Well, Dave, let's get into the weird stories. These are for the month of what month is it now? It's June. June, baby. So these are the stuff I I jacked out of May that I never I never got to. And but there's some weird shit in here. Uh, now, uh, do you save things for me, or is or is this, or am I getting your scraps? Uh, well, I have a whole database of stuff that I just throw it in, and then I cherry pick it for the shows, and that that other stuff just stays there. But then when I go back in, I read through the the secondary stories, and then I cherry pick the ones so that, i'm that secondary I think, i'm like the I bottom think, uh, of the barrel budweiser but, that turns into pbr yeah i guess so all right and, i'll take that but i mean i, I picked these through, some of these i'm like oh dave's gonna there well, we go is, this all right it. i'm your natty ice everybody and because it's the sex actually podcast i usually will jack ones that are specifically about relationships as well I or like dating that. or something just tasha so that, had so much fun last month yeah. if anyone's new and hasn't listened to go listen to last month it, tasha had a blast yeah she did have a blast she can talk for hours you need to get her on more so she can just hamster wheel just keep yeah. talking just wear her out yeah, because yeah. she's an introvert, so then she'll sleep for the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. So oh, it's kind of right. nice. Yeah. You like that? Yeah, it's not bad. I mean, you yeah. know, we've kind of developed. You know, I mean, it's annoying when sometimes I want to talk to her and she's like not feeling it, but uh, it's it works out well. And where is she today? She's at work. She's at work today. All right. Yeah, I did take photos of her feet this morning uh, for yeah. like some job. Tell us about this. Yeah, you decided you had to take photos, and then she's like, "Babe, those are the fucking ugliest photos you've ever taken." And I, well, like, in your defense, around. have you ever been a foot photographer? I've never taken a photo of a foot in my life. There you life. go. I know. It was my first step into the industry. You never dated someone who had a foot fetish that you were taking pictures of your own feet and sending it to them? No, and I mean, maybe it was just for a sandal job or something, but like, I don't know. I thought I framed it fine. I don't know how to, I don't know the, how to shoot a flattering foot. But anyway. Me neither. She let me know I did it wrong. That's for sure. What's this foot photo for? I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know. Some company. Some creepy guy in Minnesota is paying her 500 bucks for this photo, Dave. Dude, well, if he's listening, please subscribe to the Patreon. (laughs) What the fuck? I'll show you my feet. I got a dead toenail. Blister. (laughs) Your feet are fucked up from sports. (laughs) I got pitcher's toe. That can't be good. He's got pitcher's toe and athlete's uh, heel. (laughs) Isn't it funny how you can just create an ailment by saying a sport, a position, and then a name of the body part? I got bowler's eye. What the fuck <laughs> i got bowler's eye what do you got archery knuckles <laughs> <laughs> i got curling knees oh no, jeez don't you ever I no, it's terrible curling knee god forbid man. oh well so your girlfriend's uh take it getting paid to take photos of her feet life is good for well that was just the casting she didn't even get paid for that that was mm-hmm. pro bono oh that was to submit for a job don't you wonder how we can even For top our, our banter? Our banter's so good. <laughs> I know. It I is. mean this. I mean, I'm talking it up. I know. I, I know it ruins the banter when you mention the banter. But how do you even come? What kind of story beats the first four and a half that's minutes? Why, that's why this is the best. So she 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 submits her foot photo with the help with the hope that she will be. Yeah, the foot model and then when the for whatever casting it is. director's done jerking off to it, he decides sure. which one he's going to That's what you always have to wonder. Like, like these, yeah. these submissions you do. It's like, yeah. who's on the other end of this? Yeah, yeah. I did a submission once, and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell you the truth. I did a submission once for a pharmaceutical job, and they needed a photo of my dick. No, no, probably no. got catfished. No. Probably. But my agent set it up. 
Wait a minute. Come on. Your, your agent set up, hey, we have a casting. They need a, they're casting guys. Yeah. And they need a photo of their and dick. And it's pharmaceutical, so it's a lot and of it, money. It's like the pre-photo for some, like, you know, uh, erectile dick, dysfunction. Yeah, whatever this, it was. You would have been the, pre, the pre-dick the pre before the erectile drug kicked but in. But you got to come in, no flaccid. boner. You got, did you but kick also, it flaccid? But also, you don't want to go full flaccid. No. You want to go flaccid, but you've had some thoughts during the day. Okay. And this was first thing in the morning, so I had to give it a few flicks. You want it to be flaccid, but also, like, maybe you were looking at some foot photos that morning, so it's a little... Just a little bit of just, a foot. It's just, just a, a little bit toe. alive. Yeah, well, they got a pinky toe, all right. I didn't get the job. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. I know. I was for uh, sure thinking I was getting catfished, but, but I still then did if your it. That's agent is involved, I, w- I probably wouldn't have thought that if the agent But also, involved. my agent's a gay guy, so, like, I'm not saying all gay guys are going to be shady oh like God. that, but I'm pretty sure he just has a photo uh, of my dick in his filing cabinet. Oh my! This guy's doing. This guy's getting a private party in his house, doing PowerPoint presentations of his clients' dicks. Probably, and they're all jerking off. Yeah, and even then, I didn't get booked. So anyway, <laughs> you didn't get invited everybody. to the party. They didn't even get invited. Hey, this next dick photo with the guy right there in the corner, Dave, who's yeah. eating the fried shrimp. Uh, Some guys <laughs> in the bathroom. I knew I recognized you somewhere. <laughs> I knew I recognized you. <laughs> there it is, folks. If you want to catch the full episode, we release. The Weird AF and The Sap joint episodes once a month, plus two solo episodes a month, plus a live stand-up show every month. All that content for you, for being a loyal supporter. Plus, all new members who who sign up for the Patreon get a handwritten postcard from Tasha and Dave. Tasha, say hi. Hello. There you go. Hello, everybody. Say goodbye. Goodbye.